the gutter skypes. The gutter skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. I feel like it's been such a long time since I got to talk to all these people. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. This is very weird. At least with, um, the nice thing about um, Skype is that you can see when other people are actually online. <laughs> all I get here is like a little notification that just says Andros. But like it just says that all the time, not just when you're talking. I think this thing's pretty sensitive, maybe about background noise. Like mm. I don't even hear anything, and it's still just lighting up your name. Yeah, I think the air conditioner's off. Mm. No, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get some soda. I'll be right back. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. Doesn't it always? Well, sometimes it sounds like someone taking a big bite out of a chunk of ice. That's also possible. That was also not me. <laughs> Uh, how you doing? Uh, all right, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, work is starting to slowly clear itself back up and then get all tangled again. And I yeah. had to go get blood drawn today for stuff for my doctor's appointment next week. Fun. Hopefully you got a competent phlebotomist. It seems like, yeah. Oh, good. I hate it when they have to stab around. I got big old roadmap veins, so <laughs> they always bring the new person over. Yeah. And then they got to stab around and all that stuff, and it's just unpleasant. Oh, they only had to had to like stick me once, so I guess I did okay there. Yeah, good. Now, are you okay watching someone steal your precious bodily fluids? Uh, I mean, it doesn't bother me as such. Oh, good. I'm one of those dudes, like, there could be blood everywhere. It could be your blood. It could be my blood. It could be some accident victim's blood. It could be on the ceiling, and I'm okay. But then, like, (laughs) they put a tiny little needle in me, and, like, a drop of blood comes out, and I'm like, oh, I have some vapors. (laughs) 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 Got to look away. Yeah. (laughs) Well, glad it went all right then. Yeah. Okay. It was a lot faster than I expected it would be. They just had to be right in and out. But then again, I was only there for the for the for the lab thing. So yeah, good. And they didn't have to take a, a ton for like you know all kinds of tests or anything like that. No, just a little oh little mid sized capsule thing. Not even I'm not, I'm not even sure how much it is really, but it's yeah one of those one of those little vials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Andres, how about you? How you doing? Oh, not too bad. Um, my wife's birthday was last week, and we went on a cruise. That hey, was fun. happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, yes. Oh, a cruise must be nice. Mm. How was it? Uh, I guess you could say it was very relaxed. Good. And we awesome. had some really excellent meals. That was a lot of fun. It wasn't the, um, what do you call it, Jonathan Colton cruise, was it? No, it wasn't. But we did, we did go on the Oasis of the Sea. Oh, what is the Ooh. Oasis of the Sea? Well, it's only about, that's a ship that's only about five years old or so, and it's like one of the biggest ones there is. Mm-hmm. So it was very big. I guess the name of the hubris of man was already taken then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, oh, I have to admit I have some questions about the name Oasis of the Sea. Well, mm. this ocean is a <laughs> desert with its life underground and a perfect disguise 
mm. above something like that. Oh, shit, I don't remember anymore. I don't know. I was going to make some add some like, even worse joke about a water hole in a bigger water hole. So <laughs> you're a water hole in a bigger water hole. <laughs> so what was the highlight if you had to pick one thing? Oh gosh, let's see. Um, probably the food for me. The food was good. Erica liked the uh, sitting on the deck reading bit. Mm. Yeah, that does sound pretty good. Yeah, let's see. And they had some shows on the ship. They had like they have like a, in the back of the boat. They have like a aqua uh, theater sort of thing where they oh, do a. Tell me, it's like synchronized swimming. Sort of. It's kind of Cirque du Soleil style with acrobats over water. I, mean, I guess oh, in the okay. water too. Yeah. And then uh, they also did a production of Cats. Ugh. And it, yeah, Broadway style. Yeah. And then there were a bunch of movies which I didn't go see. <laughs> and which yeah. you which you did see or which you didn't see? Which I did not see. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So shows were pretty good then. Yeah, very nice. Awesome. You know, we we don't participate in those you know cruise activities like the I don't even know what they were doing. Like they uh, had all, shuffleboard. Well, there was the shuffleboard. Uh, these... Infidelity, I think, is the number two activity. Oh, I didn't see any of that. <laughs> well, I hope not. Well, that got <laughs> Yeah. And um, yeah, there are a lot of kids. Kids, they like to bring kids on cruises. They have like a whole little splash playground area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And oh, that, that was just Erica. Don't worry. Okay. She's only exploded a little bit. <laughs> and let's see. Oh, I lost my track. Uh, oh yeah, there was soft serve ice cream whenever you wanted it. All right, that sounds okay. Do it for yourself, yeah. <laughs> little little cabin, but I guess that goes without saying. Yeah. I have to admit that the cabins are a little bigger than the first time I ever was on a cruise. You know, the, the bathroom shower thing was like a little closet. But they, <laughs> yes. they they give you something that's a bit more like an actual bathroom now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And is it still made out of logs and just kind of floating behind the ship? Oh, but no, no. They, they, they have one in the room. Or in its own little little room next to our room. Yeah. Oh no, I meant the cabin. Oh, the cabin. I thought you meant the bathroom. Yeah, you know, a little, little outhouse. Cabin. <laughs> <laughs> a lock cabin with an, with an outhouse you have to walk to across the water. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah. No. Anyway. Yeah. There's a bunch of Philly shipboard activities they do that we don't participate in. They had a rock climbing wall and rappelling, and uh, they actually had a basketball court and a. And yeah. a little wave pool to teach people surfing in. <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. Some of that sounds like it actually might be sort of fun. Yeah. yeah. And then they make up silly activities like um, uh, I, they had like a whole, like the, they got volunteers from the audience and guys. I, we, we were actually having lunch nearby and all we noticed they were doing some sort of a, a manly man contest or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to keep people busy, I guess. Well, shit, yeah. yeah. I mean, you coop yeah. up that many humans, and uh, you're, it's well, actually no, it would sort itself uh, out pretty fast. Yeah. You know, you, you don't know, want people then, to be bored, and then they get they irritable. Lots of live music, and they had dancing in the evening. It was all very active when you weren't busy just lying on the deck reading. Oh, which does sound pretty good. Yeah, which I have to admit was our main daytime activity. Hell yeah, man! If you had a good time. Mm. I recently read uh, Artemis. Oh yeah, by, by the person who wrote The Martian. Mm-hmm. And um, hmm, I know it kind of re- it reads like it's written for a ten year old. Does it? Yeah, but the the story is okay, and it's kind of like 
it's a it's a detective novel. It's like a noir detective novel. It's just set in a city on the moon. And this you can tell the person talked to a lot of engineers. Yeah. Like stuff has worked out, but it's not like uh it's by a dude, but like I'm guessing probably a white guy. But like when white guys write books, it's often just an inventory with a plot loosely threaded through it, and it doesn't commit that sin. Mm. Mm-hmm. But it, it is just like simple declarative sentences. It's almost like an army manual or like a book for children. But the story is okay. See, Adam's emailed us some pictures. Yeah. Ooh, dare I ask? Well, there's a display for Death Wish Coffee Company. Which he has mentioned as a coffee of, of people killing. It says they warning the world's strongest coffee. <laughs> and they then will, a, yeah. a steer stringer of back killing which apparently he's been doing porch work or something. Oh. <laughs> Probably to replace the one that was eaten by those bees that Obama sent. <laughs> Did he get bee bombed? I don't know. Yeah, if I, if I remember correctly, they were like fucking like um, carpenter wasps or something like that. You know, one of those illegal social <laughs> Hmm. Oh, my. Well, I Welcome guess he back. can ex- 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 explain you. it to us here and now. Yeah. So have you had any of this coffee? Uh, oh no! I I just ha- I had to take a picture. Yeah. I had a I I I di- I took several pictures actually, but that one's like high res, and you can zoom in and see that the Shoprite special pricing on you know. Oh. Here you are, great a great bargain. Are they trying to give it away now? Death cups. Why <laughs> you give it away now? Oh, oh what man. they got? They got to get it. Give it to the people. Oh man, I don't remember the lyrics. The important thing is that they, they the important thing is that they sang them while in cartoon underwear. Yes, mm. that is the important thing. You're right. Yeah, I missed everything that uh, everything that happened until I picked the headphones up again. And good for me. That's fine. I'll listen to it later. Whatever you were talking about, please continue. Don't want to interrupt. Uh-huh. Or no we were talking about the um, illegal socialist uh, Muslim insects that destroyed your. Uh, porch because Obama sent them. Bee bomb. Oh. <laughs> yeah, didn't you have like carpenter didn't you have like carpenter bees or something like that? I remember. Yeah, there were carpenter bees up on the roof. Up for the roof. Ah, okay. I thought mm. they had destroyed your porch. No, the porch uh, the porch uh died of neglect. Oh. <laughs> As will we all. Yeah. That was on that was on the other side of the house. But that uh, that actually has since been rebuilt by a professional. Oh, good. That was like uh, last year. Mm. Somebody. Yeah, I remember it was a while ago. Yeah, no, uh, we. Uh, I wasn't even present and didn't witness any of it. And holy crap, when I got back, I was like, okay, this is somebody that knew what they were fucking doing. Holy oh, crap! Good. Maybe you can give me his number. <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy crap. And and now it's the back. The, it's time for the back steps and. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, um, taking advantage of the fact that once upon a time during my life, I was a stage carpenter, and in theory, in theory, I know how to make stairs. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it done, and I think I've made a couple myself, but, Can't you know. be that hard. It's basically just the inclined plane with some fancy bits. Yeah, you just bite, bite some triangles out of it and slap some wood on top, and there you go. That's how I've always done it. But uh, it was... It, it was uh, one of those things that that you're not supposed to you're not supposed to do it without stretching first. 
Yes. Mm. You got to really limber up and stretch first, because otherwise uh, you spend the next day um, trying to get up. Makes sense. <laughs> trying. To I thought stand. you were going to say on both sides you need the exact triangle taken out of it. <laughs> I mean, that probably also it's useful. Mm. That's handy. That is a handy thing. That, mm. that that's an important carpentry tip that people might not know. Right. The professionals know about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the dark secrets they teach you when you join the Brotherhood. That's right. Well, I'll, I'll put both don't those. Have funhouse stairs. Seriously. I'll put both the pic- pictures in the, in the, uh, in the, um, show notes for this particular episode, which is gonna, which is gonna drop after the next episode, which is, hasn't even been edited or stitched together yet. Oh, Holy yeah. cow. Am I behind? Like yeah, that's okay. We still love you. It'll it'll be up. It'll be it'll be together and it'll be done and stuff. But tis the season, ain't it? Ha 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 ha. And uh, yeah, and I got home uh, at six thirty-five. Because there was a mandatory meeting at work where everybody had to. Mm-hmm. Be at the mandatory meeting. You mm, had to be captive yeah. to some manager's weird power fantasies, basically. Well, whatever. Yeah, hey, at least the word fantasies is in there somewhere, so that's okay. <laughs> that makes it all right. And I got an email from Nikki indicating that she would probably be late because uh, she's uh, she's uh, taken the uh, she's taken uh, the the kitty to uh, veterinary land. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, because of some kind of an ear thing, an, yeah. ear, an ear infection or itch, or something like that. She's going to try and get it some magical goop to heal it all up, and uh, and then she'll be joining us. But, uh, yeah, running on ice here. <laughs> so I missed how everybody is, so you don't, and, and, and uh, what's going on. Oh, we're fine, not that you care. Not that I give a goddamn. There, had to fill in for Nikki there. If I'm not sitting on my butt eating bonbons, not giving a crap about the the proles, then I'm in my slippers swanning about. No matter where I am, that's what I do. I swan about. Sometimes I wear a tiara. No, that's not true. Should, though. Nothing makes you feel good about yourself like a good tiara, gotta say. And Auntie Ed doesn't listen to the gutter skypes. So I can. Oh, look at that, Nikki. We were just talking about you. Nikki is all okay with the kitties, or? Hi there. Hello. Hi. What's going? Twinkle, twinkle, twinkle. Why is it? Yes, I hear a ringtone. I'll find out loud. Should we? uh, Should we speak up for your cat who has the goo (laughs) her ear? No. Oh, but there's a delay. Wait, do I speak and pause? Do I hear it? Yes. All right. God, whatever. It's fine, fine. We don't hear your delay. So, hi there. <laughs> the kitty is fine. Uh, oh, what I thought it was was not. It's fleas. Hurrah. So we hey, have to add hooray for fleas. giant cost of flea meds as she goes on them, too. Mm-hmm. Ziggy is our own little white plague who has bought, brought fleas to the house. But, oh, well. Oh, is that Ziggy that we hear? No, that's Boodle. That's Nuna. Oh, okay. so she was upstairs completely isolated, so I'm like, maybe we escape, but I think that I was probably the carrier. Oh, jeez, that I had no knowledge of, you know, so. <sighs> anyway. So now, you just have, now you just have to make sure that the fleas have, have fled? 
Yes, exactly. You, you were the like bleep. the monkey in Outbreak. So, oh my god. And, <laughs> you were a carrier and you had no, no knowledge. In, in the Nikki just can't catch a break on game night, I'm really sorry, but I mm. might wind up leaving early. I've been home all day today with my own personal little neurovirus. Mm, which is, it seems to have run its course, which is great, but I'm still really tired. So even though I've done nothing but lie around and sleep, except when I wasn't lying around and sleeping and I was running downstairs. Um, anyway. Fortunately, we had nothing planned, but a really, really tactics in, in intensive tactical combat. So really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Room clearing, um, saying hut a lot. <laughs> Secret doors even. Hut, hut, hut. So <laughs> I, I am I am intending on hanging out and being a royal pain in your bums, uh, you know, for the whole Huzzah! time. If I if if I really fade, I apologize. I'm happy you were able to make it, and I'm very sorry to hear that you have a neurovirus. Oh, me too. Let me tell you, I was like, what the hell? Oh no! It isn't some top secret clearance. Uh, um, uh, uh, um, secret a canister agent that you released in your house when you were supposed to do it at the embassy or anything like that? <laughs> Oopsie. We've all been there. Did I pick it up at horses last night? I just don't know. Like, where did it come from? I don't know. You were oh, at a special God. club for horses? That's what I imagine when you yes. said horses. Yes. Yes. Club horses. It's and, just uh... a nightclub full of horses. <laughs> they sit around playing cards, smoking big cars. <laughs> they are terrible at it. <laughs> But the, it's like timing, right? Timing is everything. We had a week all last week where, yeah, I was doing projects, but it was no big deal. But now we're coming up on getting ready for stupid load-in, right? So it's all going to be slammed up against the wall. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Really? <laughs> I get to go into this all tired out. I hate <sighs> compression. Oh, whining. I'm done whining. Tell me about y'alls. How's everybody doing? Andros, how are you in Florida, land of much big weather? Are you okay? Yeah, we actually had a cold front last week. Oh, what, it got to um, 70? Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, how did you survive, my friend? You guys well, hey, at, 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 at night it dipped into the 50s. Mm. Oh. Ooh, the 50s. Ooh. Yeah. You could almost, but not quite, see your breath. <laughs> I, I would almost be like, oh, I need to move there, except I happen to remember when I was there for, for a short time how I had to wring my shirt out at the end of the yeah. day. <laughs> Yeah, Welcome you don't want to, to be outside in the middle of the day, no. <laughs> Love you, Mickey, but, but, <laughs> no. But no, but no. So, yeah, Erica, oh, that was kind of, you almost went into Christopher Walk in there. Yeah. Oh. Erica figures if you go a little bit in the morning, then just spend the afternoon at the resort and go back to the park in the evening, you've pretty there much you. got it covered. Yeah. The smart lady, yeah. Erica. Yeah. So how's everybody else doing? Oh, fine. Uh, Oh, I thought you meant the cats. They're all fine. Oh, kitty cats are fine, too. Awesome. I've got Schrody right here next to me on the chair. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Yeah, Boodle's buggered off again. Oh, because she she doesn't want you fooling with her ear anymore. No, no. She had her dinner, and now she's like, I'm done with you. (laughs) (laughs) You have served your purpose, human. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You have have used your opposable thumbs. Oh, you know, (laughs) you've heard that. Now go away. You've heard that dogs have owners and cats have staff. That's exactly <laughs> it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I should send you guys the picture. It's so funny. <laughs> when I had the pin- horrible pinched nerve in September, which is why I didn't get to hear from you in September, right? I bought mm. this this overpriced 
orthopedic woo-woo pillow from the chiropractor mm. and it's and it's supposed to be for back and side sleepers so it kind of dips in the center and it has kind of raised edges it was on the bed for less than 30 seconds before miss thing claimed it for her arm <laughs> And she yells at me if I try it. <laughs> oh, it must be a good one then. So, so that's her new cat bed. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I'm like, all right, never mind. I'll just use my horrible old pillows. Never mind. <laughs> she just meowed at you. Meowed. Indian giver. <laughs> no, it's more like, meow. Like, get off my pillow. Just get off it. <laughs> oh, so funny. I thought you were going to say she shredded it. Oh, no. No, she yeah, I was loves it. Along those lines. She no, curls I up in of, the center. I, I kind of knew where it was going. Not mm. that it was getting shredded, but exactly where it went. That <laughs> she's totally taken it over. Mm-hmm. For such a little old lady, man, she is bossy as hell. Just bossy as hell. <laughs> Hey, you like gotta the go out there and get it, the sister. They ain't gonna give it to you in this world. <laughs> That's right. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Well, so I, enough about me. How's buys everybody else's? I, I pinched my nerve. You did what to your nerve? I pinched it. You never did. I went and I, I. It didn't happen by accident. I had to seek it out. Mm. I had to go looking Crap. for it. And um. Oh. I could have back you told you you weren't dreaming. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> your back? Yeah, that, that I, I, I'm replacing my back steps. Right. And I cut out a perfectly good stringer for a template. Right. And got out, that. and then, and then, uh, got out the, uh, the, the, the next day, got the stringer out, got another two by, uh, two by twelve out, got the tools out, got the crates out, got the, Get our, got everything outside and the pen, uh, pencil rather, mm. and set it down and, and went to trace it. Simplest thing. It's like you got the first one done, you trace it onto the second one, and then you, uh, um, uh, exercise Andros's carpenter tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is measure three times and cut 15 times. That's what I do. Mm. That's Take tape. it a little off, a little off. So work fast and swear often. So, uh, and yeah, so, and after getting all that stuff out, I lean over to do the transfer. And, and, and lo and behold, success. Mm. Pinched nerve. Oh. Uh, Sciatic? Yeah. Yeah. You spent too much time in one position, huh? Uh, uh, Apparently the day before, yeah, the day before yeah. was like you, you, you cut all this stuff out. Now you what? You want to trace it? Mm. Oh no! Hi, I'm your body. I'm going to exact revenge on you. Is it still yeah. out or has it gone back? It's uh, it's much, much, much better now. I lost a day. I could, I literally could not get out. Of, I, I couldn't get out of bed the next morning. I could not get out of bed. I, could, I, I, I mean, I, I couldn't yeah, stand. Yeah, we, we, you know, we've gotten to the point where we have to do a. a Stretching routine before doing housework now. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so well, that just goes to prove what I've always said, that housework is evil and is there to hurt you. Exercises as well, though so avoid both of them. Always mm-hmm. has been. Yes. Absolutely, always has been. Somebody tells you differently, they're lying. So, uh, yeah, well, the sucky part was I couldn't leave it all outside. 
Mm. Oh right. no! Otherwise, you know, the power tools, the lumber, whatever it is, it was right. all going to get rained on. All back in. I had to get it all back into the basement and then scream and cry and whine and. Oh mm. no! I did find time to swan about, regardless. <laughs> but after I was done swanning about, I went back inside and uh, and uh, that was that. So uh, other than that, it's just been uh, yeah, it's been really really busy and I've been running behind and. I'm still glad. Uh, I'm still glad everybody's here. Wow, this is this is amazing. Mm. We yeah. should maybe we should maybe even game tonight. Quick, get to it before something else happens. Quick, <laughs> at, at least <laughs> at, least, <laughs> at least for a little while. Yeah. Uh, um. So what am I gonna do here? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna roll a d20. Says you. Says me. Yeah, I'm gonna fine. roll a d20. Well, I'm gonna roll a d22. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna roll gonna a d20. Roll what you and I'm going to add things up till it adds up to 20. Where's Which one is the D20? That's how you roll Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, for, <laughs> wow. What the hell? Oh, this is what you want, Zeke. Here, you've been bugging me about it. Release. Take it. He wants snack. Mm. He wanted his bone that was sitting up here. And I thought then it was on the hogging. ground. So I, right. Taking no, his I thought, bone. I thought it was on the ground, so I'm Taunting I'm like, him with I it. I don't have any. I just can't get a word in it. It's like being with our <laughs> Okay. I rolled a five. Where in the hell are all my dice? I rolled a 19. Oh, I rolled a 13. My I bag rolled, fell off I rolled, I rolled, um, 11. And I got a five over here. Ooh. I rolled an 18. Whoa, okay. you win. I think oh, it's he's me. number two. It's oh. me and Mr. K. Mm-hmm. Duking it out, duking it out. So I stuck... Uh, On pay-per-view. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <coughs> Pardon me. You'll I put... pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> love that. <laughs> I love that. I've never heard that before. That's awesome. You oh, haven't? That's, a, that's an old classic. I'd uh, love to know where that originated from, because I've only been hearing it like for the past couple of years, and I thought, where has this been? What a great phrase. Anyway. Um, yeah. There's something I, I can I look up I've heard something around. similar about don't bother wearing socks because they're just going to get knocked off. <laughs> <laughs> but That's what I usually say on date night. <laughs> <laughs> That's confidence, that is. <laughs> oh, we know it's a, it goes, that the phrase goes at least back to 2008 because it's the name of a, of a, uh, of a, an album by the Norwegian rock group Animal Alpha. Yeah, that's where ah. that comes from. I thought everyone knew that. No, no, I, um, I heard I that. that. I heard that a million times in uh, various like faux commercials, starting with Sunday, 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 Sunday at the Arclight Arena, <laughs> Monster Truck Madness, millions of boozy overweight white guys. <laughs> <laughs> it smells real bad, and there's yelling. <laughs> No one without a firearm admitted. <laughs> Sounds like my date night. Yeah, I mean, that part's okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I, I emailed the uh, listener feedback to everybody, and I stuck it in the Zoom chat, whichever is easiest, uh, easier to read. Who am I talking to? Hi, Mr. K. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I sent it, and I'll go ahead and read the first one, uh, which is from uh, which is from Norbert. Norbert Fromm. Hello, Annam. How are you doing? Uh I just I just told everybody I whined about my back. Mm. I haven't seen a new episode uploaded or announced on the Gutter Skypes website since September. That's right, you haven't. 
my my favorite phrase. My cheeks are red with embarrassment. My nostrils are fr- uh, flared with shame. Ooh. But uh, um, okay, good. Adam, Adam on the Skype. His face <laughs> red. His nostrils flared. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Darmok continues. I know that it is not super long, but uh, but, after, but about, after about a month, I st- start again, Adam. Try again. I know that it that is, that is not super long, but after a month, I start noticing that there's no new content. I'd love to listen to your D&D game continue or any other games you might be you might have going. Your episodes are always highly fascinating, even the ones that are all pre-game banter. Which is nearly all of them, really. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, but uh, thank you. Thank you, though. Uh, so here we go, continuing. Will Halloween uh, uh, and other holidays coming up... With Halloween... Can I read here? Oh, it does say that. It's not all right. Bad. With With Halloween and other holidays coming up, I was wondering whether you were going to record a Halloween-themed adventure again. Maybe a Christmas one again later. The fall seems to be a great time for podcast listening. It, yeah, it actually is. I tried doing it as much as possible. I hope everyone is well and continuing to play. Andros, Nikki, Trilobite, Eric, and any I might have missed. I don't think he missed anybody, did he? Mr. K! Well, well technically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, and, 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 well, I guess the letter's to me, so that, um, by the, continuing. Since I don't how can you forget Mr. Since I don't seem to get updates for the gutter skypes on social media or on my podcast app, Player FM, on my phone, I figured I should write to you directly. Uh, uh this email account is still current, I hope. Have a good week. Kind regards, Norbert. He later uh uh in a subsequent email indicated that his uh player FM thing does in fact give him updates. He found the correct doohickey. Yeah, we uh when I say we, I mean literally me personally have not uh, uploaded content because uh, time. <laughs> it's a thing. And uh, so far as Halloween-themed uh, adventures, I'm not against it. I have no problem with it. Well, since Halloween's next Wednesday, we'd have to move pretty quick. Unless we wanted yeah. to do it post-Halloween. I do it tonight. Yeah. Okay, what's... <laughs> Scary. It's not as if it's not as if each game is not a horror show to begin with. <laughs> but to be honest, it's like you know we can record we can record after and put it up. We're not chained to the calendar. As yes, a matter of fact, that very yes. often is what happens. Nikki, oh, what? you're you're in theater. You are chained to the calendar. I'm chained to the calendar. <laughs> opening night. Opening night comes like a big ugly wooden hammer. That tries to smack you in the back of the head. Whether you like it or not. Opening night. <laughs> it's Max Bialy's Talk Swedish show. Wait, no. <laughs> oh, if only it were. King of Broadway! Six shows running at once! <laughs> Look at me now. Look at me now! <laughs> I'm wearing a cardboard belt! Belt! <laughs> um... Uh yeah, I was reminded reminded of that. Anyway, uh yeah, a, a Christmas show? Why not? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm always down for a Christmas show. Blind Geek, you want to do you want to do a Christmas uh, uh game? Sure. Hooray! All right. Done and done. You're All elected. Right. Love it. There. See, you asked and you received. Well, no, you didn't. You asked and someone else got tasked with. <laughs> 
with, uh, Drag with, out my uh, copy of Santa's Soldiers and actually play it. Oh, cool. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, so there is that. And yeah, I apologize. It's been a while. This, uh, this feedback actually is probably going to come way, way later than it should, but I got the episode that we did, two episodes that we did before to edit and stitch together and put up this coming weekend. And, um, and then the weekend after that, or maybe even during the week, if I'm allowed time to breathe, I will, uh, get tonight's, uh, sh- uh shenanigans up. But, uh, there it was from, uh, there it was from Norbert. And thank you very, very much for being interested enough to find out what's going on. <laughs> I, I love the, the temporal irony that uh, is the fact that you are answering this question about uploading, and he's not going to hear it until not this next episode, but the one after it. Unless okay. I stitch this listener feedback <laughs> onto the two other shows at the beginning. Good things but, come to those who wait. I should probably do that, actually. That, that seems fair to me, really. Considering folks have written in and, and want to know what's going on. And, uh, and so that was Norbert. Thank you very, very much, Norbert. Um, next up is an email from, an, an email from Adam J. I don't remember hearing from Adam J before. Uh, if you have written in before, sorry about that, but thank you very much for writing in now. And you're it's, here, from And it's, uh, it's Mr. K, I guess, that'll be, uh, handling this one. I'll be reading this one, yes. Whee! And without, you know, a, a, any kind of, uh, un- unless you edited out the introduction. I don't think I did. I can take another look, but that's pretty much what's there. I, I will add cut one. And Dear Gutter Skypes and assorted associates thereof. Mm, I like that. Perfect. So, I'm working on the backlog of episodes I missed, up to episode 208 he mentions here. However, the only thing I'm seeing is D&D and more D&D. I have no issue listening to more D&D, but the podcast market is well saturated with that. Bring back the lesser-known games. Perhaps look into Fantasy Flight's Genesis. He gives a web URL. I have that game. As the, as the <laughs> Beautiful webpage, art and some of Germany's just casual racism. As oh the dear. web page sprouts out of your MP3 player, where <laughs> the address there is. No, no. Um, no I'm, worries. I'll put that I'm link sure. in the show notes. Exactly. Yeah. And Terranoth wor- and, and the, the Terranoth world, or make your own, or pick up a fan-made one. However, they have different dice, as a lot of Fantasy Flights games do. Yes, they <laughs> do. Different. They nice. have Star Wars, they have the Warhammer game right now, and those both have a custom dice. I'm, I don't know if it's the same kind of deal there. but uh, Damn them to hell! Can <laughs> use a dice roller, and there is a dice roller at Genesis, that's with, Genesis with a Y, dot skyjedi.com. Cool. Um, just by su- suggestion, Genesis is more freeform and uses a narrative dice system, not black, white, pass, fail, but varying degrees of pass or failure. Anyway, got more catching up to do, Adam. Okay, so yeah. Um, Thank you very much for writing in, Adam. Indeed. Yeah. Um, Trilobite, how, how would you assess the uh, Genesis system otherwise? Um... Probably not for this group, uh, just because there's a lot of, you know, math and juggling and all that other stuff. Um, I Oi, have to what are you enough. trying to say? <laughs> Oi, I can do math with a big run up at it and lots of Oh, yeah. I mean, we all can do math. <laughs> Actually, Oi. probably you guys are better at it than, uh, than I am, but we tend to enjoy games that are lighter on that. Yeah. But I'd have to take a look at it again because yeah. I got it when it came out. I was following some of it on account of, uh, like some of the art development. 
And it's been about God, however long it's been since it came out, since I looked at it. I'll give it another look. Could we? Uh, yeah, because I don't remember. I'm not, I'm, I'm not calling you a liar. I'm just saying I don't remember there being a lot of math involved because the dice are all symbols and stuff. Okay, cool. Well, then maybe it's super hello and easy. Welcome. I mean, what I'm wondering is um, could we gently, very mildly modify it to throw all the dice into the trash and just use like a story stick and get on with it? What do you think? <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> I have the Would that work? <laughs> it's entirely possible. And of course, we had, we, I think we've all had different games that we'd like to bring in at some point or other. Mm, uh, I was like, depending on exactly when you hear this in relation to the other ones, I, I mentioned Shadow of the, the Century uh, last time we got together, uh, which is, is seemed to be released by Evil Hat. It's uh, the sort of the, the sequel game to Spirit of the Century. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I am. I'm positively giddy. I didn't even know that was didn't know that was coming out so soon because I haven't been following. Yeah, they um, they they put out the art free version to the Kickstarter backers not too long ago. Oh, huh. so uh, so there's that. I know that we we talked about other things and other, but we we have been playing the D and D for a a while here. And I and I personally would would say that if we are to take a break from it to do other things for a little bit to get us to a, a at least to a good stopping point first because we we do have a number of we do have a number of kind of threads going at the moment and mm. and the, yeah, the, the all kinds of great side quests and stuff i love it yeah and the the main reason that i haven't really pushed to go back to uh, starships and spacemen like i was planning to with something like that was that I was off for a year, and I don't remember what all of, of my side storylines were on that. So having us at a good point where that's minimized, I think, would be a good idea for this. And I love just playing a game, like yeah. just playing a game with the same characters and stuff, you know, like back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I know a, exactly what you mean there. It's so yeah, just, it's it's always been the cap. Sorry, I I, I I just had a string of uh, sne- <laughs> sneezing. F- Sorry. <laughs> We've all been there. Folks, this is the entire episode. It's five hours of this. <laughs> <laughs> so oh um, I'll look over Genesis again, and then I can... Uh, oh, i got a lot going on, but um, I will have an assessment and maybe a, like, a one-shot, like an actual one <laughs> session. <laughs> We sit down and and uh, and do it kind of preview type thing. Yeah, ready and available. Keen. Cool. Am I still muted? No. Okay. Nope. Hope You're I didn't sneeze in anybody's back. face. You did not. Good. That's all right, man. Viruses deserve a chance too, right? Everything deserves a chance <laughs> to. All like living things, don't you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what life does. Painfully, sometimes even dangerously, but uh, challenge our life. definition of life. Life finds yeah. a way. Wow. I heard that somewhere once. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Hey, feel for anybody that's uh, anybody that wants to write in and make suggestions. That's fine because uh, it's always good. To... Oh my god! <laughs> Here it goes again. I swear. <laughs> it's always good to get. <laughs> Try to say a sentence. Where, where's my? Where's my? You're allergic tissues. to freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Mute yourself for the disgusting part here, Adam. Okay. I While he's muted, we can fill in with the amusing sound effect. 
<laughs> yeah, blow, blowing the nose. Blowing the nose is not something people want to listen to. Uh, uh, yes, the writing in is great. We we do have a, a a large roster of games that we'd love to try and get into, and uh, anytime that anybody's got something prepared, um, then the D and D can be set aside. It's gonna be there. Zutane isn't gonna go away, and uh, the characters the characters are right where they you know wherever they're gonna be. Uh, as it is, we're like. Well, I think we're a month behind now, so yeah. it's like, uh, I thought I was kidding when I said a couple of days, it was like a year in game, t- in game time. <laughs> Not that far from the truth, to be honest. But That's okay. We're it's having the way, a good time. It's the way it works out. And yeah, the D&D uh, podcast market is saturated, but there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. Sounds to me like maybe somebody needs to start their own podcast. Ooh. Or, um, uh, uh, uh Adam may be one of those folks that has like played D and D every every uh, twice a week for twenty five years and uh, is up to his eyeballs with it, mm. or not. I don't know, but uh, um, just you know, go back to the go back to the old uh, the, there's, uh, go back to the old gutter skypes and and of course other alternate uh, alternate podcasts and you'll you'll hear plenty of non D and D content and we'll be getting back to that too. Good gods. I, I, I suddenly got attacked with nose. Nikki's nightmare. <laughs> they have teeth too. Which, yeah, Nikki's nightmare has attacked Adam 5. Wow. Wow, alright. That was a cat if anybody heard it. Before we get too far beyond and into the actual game, I need, I need to let people know I gotta bail at 7, so if I jump off suddenly, uh, that'll be why? Well, oh, so, I guess someone has real-life plans. Must be nice. <laughs> we get it, Blind Geek. You have friends. <laughs> what are friends? I didn't ask for them, really. They just they just came and wouldn't leave me alone. I've heard them. this word, but I don't know what it means. A friend. A friend. <laughs> a friend is somebody that How will... many of us have been... <laughs> a friend is somebody who will lick their birthday present off the floor because they love it that much. Oh, yeah, I don't got that. Wait, my do- my dog does that. I guess. I guess. That's, yeah, that's that's that, one of that's, those things. That's the reference. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, Zeke got a special. What was it? A, a, it's not. It's a. It's a doggy. A puppuccino. A puppuccino. That was part great. Puppy, part cappuccino. The future of crime fighting. <laughs> Okay, Kitty. Yes, thank you. I, I see that you're here. You've had your dinner. You may now get off and stop trying to turn me into bread dough. Thank mm. you. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm going to take this spider friend outside, and I will be right back, please. Oh, don't go. delay. We're on inundated with wildlife today. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> no worries. Excellent. I'm going to put something... I was driving home from the shop. Was it just yesterday? God, it was just yesterday. Trying to get to the horses thing. And there was a little spider on the windshield. And so I'm doing 80 miles an hour. And it's like hunkered down in the middle of the windshield. And I'm like, oh, for God's sake, I can't even stand it. (laughs) I can do it. I can do it. So six lane highway. I pull over. I was going to take it off, but it ran into the crevice of the windshield where at least it would be protected. So, yeah. But I couldn't stop watching it because it was so, you know, it was raising one little arm. I'm like, You're good. your arm's going to rip off in the wind. Put your arm down. Yeah. So. Oh. Now it's probably going to completely populate my car. It'll be nothing but spiders. No? Yeah. Bummer. That's what I get. 
but I couldn't I couldn't let it just, you know. Kindness does not go unpunished. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'll have company for the drive, you know. <laughs> and snacks. And snacks. <laughs> Very high protein. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, spider tastes disgusting. Really? <laughs> you know, they tried to make something a real big deal with barbecue sauce and breading out of the legs, but it's just, it's all <laughs> topping and spice. You know, there's Imagine nothing a there. Is spider big enough that you could, like, bread and barbecue the legs separately? <laughs> have you seen bird eating spiders? Yeah. I have I seen bird eating spiders. They're terrifying. Those guys might actually be good because there's actually some stuff in there to eat. Ew. Damn. Ew. Ew. This is me walking away from this conversation right now. Ew. Yeah, I get it. I get where you're coming from. Ew. Wow. I called him, I called her Charlotte. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, she had tasty, to Tasty, only tasty. Only in dire necessity. Where Otherwise, I just put them out. <laughs> I don't go around hoovering up spiders. I'm not my cat. <laughs> just had to put this one outside because, yeah, I know it's warm and comfy in here, but... uh uh, you're pr- not going to find that much to eat, and you're probably just going to accidentally get stepped on. <laughs> they belong outside. He just got confused. Yep. <clears throat> wow. Um, well, there there it was. Uh, th- so that was uh, listener feedback. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Norbert. Thank you, Adam. And uh, speaking of D&D, I only have one more thing to add that I'm going to put in the show notes uh, as well, and it's a link to something I think, if folks have time for it, um, is one of those things that they should probably look at, uh, depending on, uh, uh, depending on, uh, uh, I don't know. It was, uh, it was an eye opener. It was, it was something worth listening to. It's kind of like, uh, this is, this is content. This is content that is, uh, surprisingly more substantial, significant, and deeper than you ever would have expected. Oh, so it's the opposite of our show. So it's the opposite of the gutter stripes, <laughs> by far. Now, uh, Nikki, you you might recall uh, when we were inundating you with videos mm. uh, about D and D and and gaming and and everything. Mm. We gave you six or seven months worth of research <laughs> and reading to do. Oh in, yes, in that one episode. <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> And I, and I mentioned that one group, uh, very, very, very in, chic, popular, hip, and, uh, and, um, way, way celebrated, uh, in, in the pop gaming community, Critical Role. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, the folks that are my modern day Batman that I like to emulate and fanboy out over and do stuff like that. Well, they, they, uh, they developed their own Twitch channel. And they have a couple of different programs on it. They they produce uh, out there in Los Angeles, uh, Hollywood people that they are. Very entertaining, very nice, very fun. And part of what they're part of the series that they started is something called Between the Sheets. Yeah. Which uh, which is supposed to be, I imagine, some clever uh, trying to be a clever pun on between the character sheets. Uh, of oh, D&D. I thought it was like that old saying, you know, a street between the sheets, but a sheet in the streets. <laughs> Okay. There's a at any rate, yes. So one uh, it, it's an interview 
um, what's an interview show where they just talk about the people that are involved in the in the production, uh, give their full background story history. They're interviewed by a fellow that does a Q and A show on another, whatever. One of the characters, uh, one of the characters, one of the people involved in Critical Roles named Marisha Ray. Very attractive, model-looking type, an actress, a voiceover person, a performer, you know, one of those uh, very, very, very rare theatrical success stories or, or whatever, performance success stories. And you think to yourself, well, this ought to be, you know, light, fluffy, and, uh, and fun. And, while it is not an unpleasant thing to to hear the interview, it goes a hell of a lot deeper and actually transcends who she is and what the game's about and how certain people uh really should take uh, an education in real life from uh from her experiences the group's experiences and what uh, what all she's had to um she and uh, the whole community has had to deal with. If you listen to nothing else but the first half hour to 45 minutes or so, um, uh, she touches on some topics that people should really listen to, I think. Um, one of them is, I think, well, this, there's no other way to put it, but one of them is sexual assault and the other is internet bullying and the kind of, um, the kind of, uh, reception that, uh, that it's had, um, because of, uh, because of the popularity and and the notoriety of of this particular group she was not always the most uh her her decisions playing this game in an internet show um by a very very tiny tiny but vocal and vitriolic and and caustic minority Ugh. um yeah uh, yeah uh, the worst pretty much but uh <laughs> What she has to say about it is important enough for people to listen. Mm. So if you listen only, if you watch only to that point and, you know, if they, if they get on to other things, when they get on to other things, career, uh, how the show started and all the rest of that stuff, and, you know, you just don't have time, then so be it. But it was an eye opener. I was, I was, I, I, I was about to say pleasantly surprised, but that's not really the case. I was just more like, I thought this was going to be a, a, a chill, a chill, uh, fun story of somebody else's good time out in Los Angeles or hard times and, or, you know, success story type things. And it, uh, it a went. A fluffy and, puff piece, as it were. It was it not a fluffy puff piece, no. Interesting. So, and, 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 um, uh, um, uh, my respect level for, for this young woman went, uh, went, uh, right through the roof, considering she's not even 30 yet. But at any rate, I put the link to that. I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes, too. Highly recommend it. I'm done. Sorry. As usual, I went on too long about something. But uh, worth you, the time. Very much worth the time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. Wow. And before we get into, jump into things proper, I, <laughs> I had looked up the Genesis system on uh, on uh, drive through and it turns out it's basically a genericized version of the system that they're using for the Star Wars game. Oh, keen. As far as I can tell, anyway. Well, that'll do. Excellent. What is the one they're using for the Star Wars system? Also, uh, what is Critical Role? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, dear. Well, you might have been... Oh, that's right. You weren't here for the show that, we're, that we were inundating Nikki with. Give me the 30-second version. Uh... Voiceover actors that do cartooning and video game voices and uh, occasional in front of the camera work, but very rare, 
um, got together as friends about uh, five or six years ago. And one of them, uh, who uh, happened to be the voice of many, many things, including Illidan. You are not prepared. Who, uh, by the way, is like a five-foot-nothing guy from here in Jersey, where I am. What is Illidan? Give me the 30-second version. <laughs> okay, World of Warcraft. He was a character in World of Warcraft. Okay, I remember World of Warcraft. We're good. Yeah. So they all, they, they, uh, they're all in uh, uh, Los Angeles, and he remembers uh, when he was in high school, he used to have a lot of fun playing D&D with his nerdy geek friends. So these, uh, these uh, Hollywood uh, performers got together and for this guy's birthday decided to do a D&D one-shot. And so they did. And had such a damn good time. And the DM, whose, whose name is Matt Mercer, uh, was so incredible at it um, that uh, uh, Liam O'Brien, the fellow whose birthday it was, was just like, can we do this again? And he started emailing the rest of you know, the small little group that they had formed. And they decided to do it again. And then they do it again the next month, and maybe two months would go by. But these would be the Saturday or Sunday with brunch in pajamas, 12-hour games. Cool. And they were having a lot of fun. And finally, uh, Ash, uh, one of the group, Ashley Johnson, mentioned that they played D&D to, to um, Felicia Day, who got such great internet internet success with The Guild. Which oh, was yeah, a, she's that lady from um, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and stuff, right? She, she was had, in the last season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and she was also in um, Dr. Horrible's Sing Along blog. Yep, yep, yep. Um, oh, God, I forgot her name, but Buffy's main friend, the one that that blonde vampire fell in love with, Willow. Was she, was Felicia Day Willow? I thought that was somebody no, else. That's, no, was, that was, yeah. Well, at any rate, yeah, she she was known, <laughs> she was successful, she she formed her own Twitch uh, channel called Geek and Sundry, and she said, oh, you've been playing? And they'd been playing for like two years. So they had a campaign going already, and uh, said, "Oh, you should. Uh, uh, we should turn that into uh, one of our Twitch Twitch streams. Turn it into a show on Geek and Sunday." And it was one of those things where everybody was kind of like, "I don't really want to do that because the internet is going to scream and cry and run around and pee on it and call it garbage and then you know run run away, which is you know usually what the internet does." Yeah. But in in this case, uh, you know, they tried it for a couple of shows. And, uh, I think after the end of, the, after the end of the first year or two or three or something like that, the final episode of their, uh, the, the end of their campaign, there were 100,000 plus live viewers for, uh, for the final show. Wow. Something, I guess it was three years, two and a half, three years later, something like that. It, it exploded. It was a right, right, uh, thing, perfect storm, perfect timing. Nice group of people, too, and uh, the trick was, I guess, that they were doing it for fun anyway, and it was real. It wasn't just a bunch of actors that got together and said, let's try this D&D thing and see if we can further our careers with it. Sounds a lot like our show. I mean, I'll joke, kind of, I mean, I'm saying it flippantly, but it's kind of true. We we're, we would be doing this whether we were recording it or not. Yeah. Yep. Our show, the, uh, our show, and, and uh, well, there's, you know, there's a bunch of other, there's plenty of them that have been out longer than they have, but... It just so happened that they were uh, in the town where these kind of things can get disseminated by the right people if the timing is good. And so, yeah, so that so that's that's critical, uh, cool. that's critical role. And they they yes. raise money they raise money for charity uh, like mad, like incredible amounts of money for charity um, with uh, with their little uh, shenanigans. So very popular. And yeah, and D and D's the game, and that's the thing. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's who Ma- uh, Marisha Marisha raised part of that group and. The people that are being interviewed are from that group, and then it'll, of course, move on to other folks in different aspects of it. 
but um, sorry, yeah, there it was. Um, and uh, I'll, I guess I'll put a yeah, I'll put a link to I guess their Twitch channel or something or some playlist on YouTube because there's more. I think there are more hours of this recorded in video and audio if you choose to turn it into that than I think Gunsmoke. Hmm. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, for free. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's very cool. They do a very good job, and they have fun. And we should have fun too. What happened last time? What did happen last time? What am I going to put here as a as a, a music? A bunch of people got Omnia. sick last time. I wasn't yeah. there. I had a pinched nerve. Yeah. Well, we we called the game actually uh, once or twice, I think, because it it didn't lend itself to anybody being able to play. But um, what am I looking to do here? I'm looking to put the link to the music background thing if anybody wants to use it. I'll put that in. Yep, there it is. And figure out which one I want to use. What music am I going to put up here? I just realized I don't know how the game ended because I had to leave. <clears throat> kind of like tonight, were... I had to leave right at 7. <coughs> you had... Uh... Music night. Yeah, well, that's why I'm leaving, that's why I'm leaving tonight as well. I'm going to try and... Yeah, I gotta see if I can find a different, a different. I don't know. Maybe I'll a different church. I have no. some suggestions. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. No. <laughs> there we go. I've got D and D looping audio. Midnight Syndicate, ambient music. I think it's the top one in the top one on the list. Oh damn, that's way loud. Sorry. Why am I saying sorry? You can't hear it. No, we can't. I mean, there's just like a tiny little bit of something kind of music-like coming out on my feed, but okay. Who knows? Yeah, that could be sounds from anyone. The only other noise I got going is the furnace down here in the basement, which suddenly kicks on all by itself. What happened was a, a minotaur. Oh yes. Came right. busting into the came busting into the uh, to Maggie's booze and snooze. We kicked his ass. And you kicked his ass, and and uh, and Blind Geek helped, of course, because well, he was trying to go after his goal too. The surprising part was it wasn't uh, an assassin. It wasn't the uh, put a quarter in, pull the knob, and an assassin comes down into the bin. No, it was some fool who knew how much gold we had more than we did. Or he, fig he, he figured <laughs> as much. Yourself, sister. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and tried to and tried to be a badass and take it from you and uh, didn't realize that he had bitten off way more than he could chew. And he knew who I was. That's right. Well, he didn't know who you were. That was a problem. Oh, that was what clued like you that. in that he was. Oh yeah, okay. I knew my identity came into this somewhere. It's been a while. Sorry. It has. It has been a while. He. Uh, what clued you into the fact that he was not an assassin was that he had no idea who you were specifically. He just knew the group name and and uh, uh, apparently recognized you from rumor and description. Regardless, he's rotting out in the street if he hasn't been dragged away by guards or something. And uh, you kicked his ass. Sweet. And you are now... Uh, you are now at uh, at uh, Eola Voilpanger's Maggie's Booze and Snooze in Tavern Place. Um, earlier in the day, you, there was an attempt, of course, made on your life by uh, a not-too-terribly adept assassin 
who was taken taken out by teenagers, teenage monks, mm-hmm. little uh, little um, juvenile delinquents that were in the, in the care of the monastery. But it was a good thing they were where they were. Um, and and uh, she's now in their custody to be instructed in however they see fit to turn her life around. But uh, beyond that, the only other thing you had pending, which, blind, uh, not Blind Geek, which Bone Steel had repeatedly insisted you had no time for, <laughs> and could not possibly deal with because of the busy, busy schedule and fast pace you, you folks try to lead, uh, which would be the midnight meeting behind Maggie's Booze and Snooze of uh, the the faction of the Thieves Guild that wanted to rescue the person being held as Bone Steel who will be executed in some unknown amount of days. Now that that's uh, that's set to be at midnight, and the time now is actually. Ooh, you are using click to share screen. What? A, what was the ding dong? What? How do I find this? I mean, I'm a ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> I think the ding dong is when you enter when you enter the meeting. So you just rejoined. We I got a message saying, "No, dude, it's for when the witch is dead." <laughs> that too, but there's it's, that's a different we ding dong. That ding dong. Okay. We that last year. We I... did actually. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. Yes, it I was. added it to games we have played list because it got overlooked and I put it on there. There we go. All right. I I have Zoom group chat up and I'm not seeing it. Oh well. Okay. Um. So uh. So there it is. Wait, so they're what? They're what? You're at Maggie's Booze and Did I? Did, did I drop out of the? Did I yeah, drop out of the? Yeah, you dropped right out. Dead, which he said we would never have time for. War because of our busy schedule. Oh my God! It didn't even let me know. <laughs> oh. Well, that's screwy. On the other hand, it was beautiful timing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After all, what's the secret to comedy? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What is this? A duck. A duck and a rubber cigar. <laughs> Very important. Or a cigar and a rubber duck, depending on what kind of comedy. That too. Yeah. Tragedy is when I stub my toe. Comedy is, when you, comedy is when you fall down an open manhole. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny! That's Mel Brooks, if I recall correctly. And I'll cry and run around and go to Mount Sinai. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, man. All right. Thank you, though. Uh, Yes, uh, um, your, your midnight meeting with the Thieves' Guild, or the portion of the Thieves' Guild, the faction that is interested in rescuing the uh, the um, imposter bone steel that is being held and scheduled to be executed in some unknown number of days but that's not until midnight 
and presently it's only about five thirty, six o'clock. Time for a nap. <coughs> you could either actually. Go. That's not a bad idea because I'm down ten. We've been, yeah, we've been in constant <laughs> combat since the morning started. Mm. Oh, we have, haven't we? You rest. Yeah. Bill Dor and I will keep watch. <laughs> you have to take him for walkies. <laughs> I could sing no, you everybody said it. a little song. He knows what that means. <laughs> <laughs> the W word. Take him for the W word. <laughs> oh, do not teach him to spell. W A. It's like a little speak and spell on W A L. There is a sudden humming vibration that only um, only Rogar notices. Ah. Because it's coming from. His heavy crossbow. Ooh. It's ever so subtle, but it just seems to happen briefly and then stop. And the weapon grows slightly colder than the rest of the room. And then all returns to normal, except for the fact that scrolling across his forehead, um, in, in big bold block letters spelled out in common, like a like a marquee or like a a Times Square ticker tape, are his, everything he's thinking. <laughs> Which at the moment is saying, is my weapon supposed to do that? If I ask the question, will that just point out how much I don't know? I don't want to look weak in front of my back. They're all staring at me. In a challenge. <laughs> I'm not staring at you. We're staring at the letters on your forehead. That is odd. Which say, how do you know that? How do you know that? Because we're looking at them. There? Yes, we're staring at you. <laughs> they're scrolling from side to side. What is scrolling from side to side? What is scrolling from side to side? What you're saying. What And some other stuff, too. I don't understand what he's talking about. I almost never understand what he's talking about. You're exactly. <laughs> Hold up a mirror so he can see. It's that very handsome gentleman. Oh, yes, that's right. That's a mirror. <laughs> um, I see. Hmm. My crossbow made a sound, and then this happened. Mm -hmm. Empty your mind. Don't think of anything. Just blank your mind. Whatever you choose will come down and destroy us. <laughs> <laughs> Just going across his head. Um. Yeah, perfect. Good choice. <laughs> eggs are delicious. How many eggs did I eat today? Wait, did I even eat today? <laughs> I really should know if I've eaten something. Oh my goodness, did I feed Bill? <laughs> <laughs> My nose itches. <laughs> For God's sake, how can we turn this bloody thing off? <laughs> Wait, this is just like what happened to you. Um, pointing to uh, Argante. Hmm. Oh. This thing, is it cursed? Or does it just have a sixth sense of humor? Is there a difference? Yeah, well. <laughs> Why not both? Hmm. 
Maybe it's best to put it away for now. Where is that accursed bag? How long did this last when uh, it happened to Argante? A few minutes only. Oh, okay, good. You say it felt like forever. Okay. I'm not going to avert my eyes and grant you uh, privacy. Thank you. <laughs> privacy in your own mind. Mm, what a concept. Let's put this in that accursed bag. Whoever has the bag of holding. Oh, do we have an accursed bag? Ooh. We have a bag of holding. An accursed bag of holding? Who's carrying that these days? I think you are. Me? <laughs> no. Getting, I have isn't my it instrument. Heavier and heavier. Stuff. Wasn't it? Wasn't it you, Rogar? Don't you have the bag of holding? Oh no, I'm not. She won't catch me. I wouldn't go anywhere within like a. a uh, what? Yes. Holding no. the bag of holding? You wouldn't hold the bag of holding? <laughs> you, you wouldn't catch me near that thing with a 10-foot pole? Wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I eat people. Brothu, did you have the bag of holding? It was here no. just a minute ago, wasn't it? Look, guys, we're, carrying it around we're not going to make an episode about who has the bag <laughs> of holding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's try not to. Okay. We want to roll for it. So I put the I put the uh, the crossbow in the bag of holding for now. Yes. That we assume somebody will be carrying around with us. Yes. <laughs> Set up a rota for who has to carry it. Or I'll do friends. it if no one else wants to. Thank you. This is what they make hirelings for. By the way, <laughs> we need a hireling. We've got money. We could pay one now. We could have okay. minions. First naps, and then we will shop for sentient beings. <laughs> and, <laughs> to hire, not to own. There's a difference. Uh, is there? I'm not yes, sure yes, about yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've been doing that a lot lately. That's getting scary. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I learned at the Temple of Bezos. Do I, do I need to do a song of rest, or shall we just take a bit of a nap and come back? Uh, if you sing a song, I will just go to sleep. Okay. That's the song of rest. Yeah. Well, because oh. it gets back, I roll a d6 to get back more hit points with a song of rest. But we also get our hit points back if we... How long do we have to rest to get our hit points back? Yeah, a short, uh, short, rest, is, a short rest is just an hour, and you can use oh. your hit dice. And you can treat oh. your... The, the way to do it, really, is to treat your hit dice as if they're healing potions. The way That's kind of what it settles down to for for all intents and purposes. It's like you've got a D8 that you can treat like it's a healing potion that you take and you get a D8 worth or a D6 or a D10, whatever, depending on what your character has. Um, and when you do that, if the bard's around and sings a song of rest, then you can roll a D6 and add that to it. Or, in this case, you could take a long rest at the end uh, until from like 4.30 to, to midnight uh, and get everything back and not spend any hit dice. It's, uh, it's up to the up Go to ahead the and do that rather than go shopping or whatever. We might want to recharge completely. Yep, I'm thinking. Because we're going to be in another fight, right? Or not, depends. Oh, you know we are. It is only... Come on now, this is our... Come on now, this is our our group. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in at least three fights then that's what I think 
I, where the hell are my notes? Because I think I had some hit points missing too, and I'm not finding them. Uh-oh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just say now. Look June. at the time! I'm looking for the tracker that shows. Where the hell is it? Oh no, where's my tracker? Oh, there it is. <laughs> I found my notes from my dream. Noses! Exclamation point. With teeth! Everybody <laughs> appreciated that. I thought it was fine. Yeah, Bone Steel was down 10. You were down to from uh, 31 to 21. Yes, I was. I think I was down some, but I'm butt. better now. So uh yeah, electing to uh, after your fight with the uh after your fight with the Minotaur, of course, you down uh, whatever ails you that were not spilled and uh or a fresh one uh a fresh drink of your choice that was poured by Eola, who enthusiastically Yep. Thanks you for Thanks you for not breaking too terribly much during the fight and for ridding the inn of such a horrible, horrible character and uh getting his hand off of his face because he was being uh very rude. Hmm. And up to your, up to your rooms you go. Uh, uneventful. Good. And I do keep watch because I'm doing okay, hit point wise. Uh, mm -hmm. Make sure to feed Bill and uh, get him some playtime. Mr. Rogar. Yes. I wonder if you could do me. A small favor. I know. I, I I owe you so terribly much for the fine work you did. It's a simple. It's a simple uh, request. If you could pass of it course, along. Of tiny person whose voice I obviously recognize. Ciola. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> he's he's put out another. He's put out another cop. Uh, cop sorry about that. He put out another small cop. No, that's my fault. <laughs> copper shot glass for. Uh, Copper shop glass for Bildor, and a full tankard for you. If, if you could, if you could mention to the, the, that lovely woman, that Argante woman that that's with you, um, that this inn hasn't had a fine singer in such a long time, and if she is going to be in die trying for any extended period, it would be my great pleasure to pass a percentage of the house taking. For the evening, if she were to sing, I will happily inform her. If she agrees, I will have it posted on as many of the boards outside the taverns as possible. There will be this a great I crowd. Will please her. Thank you so much. Thank you. And he's wringing a rag, bowing, walking backwards away, and then going and getting uh, other bar stuff taken care of. Excellent. Making a mental note. Is it still scrawling across your forehead? God, I hope not. <laughs> Making a mental note. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. It just says that and then it's just a series of ellipses. <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to find the, uh, I was trying to find the, that, uh, that wild magic table. So that I could tell what the hell, uh, what the hell was supposed to happen. I know you rolled a D something in order to find out how long it it lasts, but <laughs> Last I don't remember time I what think it was. It was a D four. 
I don't know about this particular entry. Definite. Where is the link? Well, this is my life now. (laughs) 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 Should we call it like D6 minutes and uh, find the rules later? Yeah, just roll a D6. That's how many minutes it lasts. But uh, anybody that can read common can read your uh, can read your inner thoughts. They're scrolling across your forehead. That was a one good old-fashioned five minutes. This is the stupidest thing to hide from myself so thoroughly. I should have had this up as soon as I should have been one of the toys that I uh, collected before I even came uh, out. I know how that is. That's crazy. I'm gonna find it like with ease when this is all over. Yes, of course. I'll do. I'll be doing the same thing. Or rather, I will do the same thing. Crazy. At any rate, um, yeah. So, uh, after a short, after a short, uh, um, a short while, uh, Rogar too retires long uh, to his room long enough to get uh, the benefits of a long rest. And sometime around eleven thirty, quarter to twelve. Uh, light knocking comes on your doors because you were wise enough to ask someone for a wake up uh, a wake up call. Works for me. I figured I'd just stay up because I'm doing okay hit points wise, but I have no problem with getting a nap and a wake up call. It's uh, it, it'll get you back um, at least a spell slot if you haven't spent uh, unless you haven't spent it, which. Yeah, I don't think I have, actually. Kind of six of one. And it'll get me back to full key, which is good, considering. Excellent. All right. You don't see any particularly um, suspicious characters of any type. It's... uh, Mm. The evening has wound down. It's not exactly roaring or crowded because it's uh, so very late. And uh, it's uh, getting towards that time when Iola uh, and his, his crew are going to be putting up, uh, put, putting the stools up on the table and wiping things down. But of course, uh, any kind of a late night snack you guys want, or uh, or uh, drinks, or coffee, or anything you want, he'll he'll uh, make sure you get it. Excellent. And uh, it's up to you guys if if, uh, if you uh, where you want to go, what you want to do. The this meeting was scheduled to be behind uh, behind uh, the inn. There before the assassins do. Yep. Let's get to the meeting a little early, maybe. <clears throat> okay. I'm grabbing some bacon on the way out, off the trays. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, slip and slipping out the back door, there is just darkness. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. There is only darkness and uh, emptiness in a not-too-glamorous alley. There's a kind of a big trough where uh, where slop is set, uh, set away from the building into one concentrated place. Apparently, it's good for keeping... Uh, uh, rodents and pests uh, far away from the kitchen because it's a concentrate, almost a concentrated feeding area for them. But uh, they're not gathered there now, even in the darkness. Um, 
because they their tiny little feet scurry away. Um, some trash, some windows. Hmm. And uh, on the way there, Argante, the uh, manager of our establishment, said he'd uh, like to have a performance from you. He'll bring business to the uh, to the bar. He uh, did say he would advertise it far and wide, which I thought might please you. Oh, what a lovely thing to offer. Well, we'll see how, how things go after this meeting, see if there's time. But it could be fun. Have a bit of a sing-song. What do you say? A knees up. You'd like that, wouldn't you, Rogar? Yes, a knees up. Exactly. Sing <laughs> along. Do you like a step in time? <laughs> At the mm. very least. <laughs> sing a little oom-pa-pa. It'll be mm. awesome. You will all sing along. It will be so much fun. Do not understand any of these words. <laughs> Should I? You don't have to. It's singing in a pub. All you do is go rah 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 and swing your cup around. It's this it's I can do. Yes, <laughs> you will have so much fun. Should okay. I wait outside and keep an eye out for trouble? Hmm. I, su- I suspect trouble's going to to find us whichever way that goes. Maybe you can hulk menacingly, and trouble won't get too much of a, a run-up towards us. Excellent. I will find a good place for trouble to get a run-up, and I will hulk menacingly there. <laughs> <laughs> Once like a barn owl, and twice like a screech owl. <laughs> I can I'll... say, ah, ah. That as well. <laughs> okay, I'll just prop myself up against a wall and keep an eye on him. Are you going to do one of those magical Zen things where you just kind of fade into the background and no one knows you're there? Yes, he has practiced the art of holding, of moving so slowly that he becomes completely invisible. <laughs> where'd he go? He was just here. Where'd he, where did, ah, monks. Because I'm behind you. What? Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Like okay, so okay. as we approach, I'm going to keep an eye out for likely avenues of our approach. I'm thinking the way like, you know, if you're a bunch of relatively clever climbing animals, i.e. most of the people around here, how would you try to ambush our group? Probably rooftops. So I'm going to look around for a nearby rooftop. But like, very nearby. Hmm. You mean like the building we're in? Uh, if that's the nearest rooftop, then that's where I'm going. Wait, by definition, that would be the nearest rooftop. See, this is why robots have trouble navigating. <laughs> <laughs> What's that call? Is that a local maxima? I believe that's a local maxima. Anyway, uh, yes, if there isn't another one that's not, that's like not across the street or something like that, then uh, for Those sure. Those are trapped in the uncanny on. valley. <laughs> Then I'll be up on our rooftop unless there's a building, say, adjacent to ours. Um, go ahead and roll a, um, a perception check. You got it. <laughs> like that one, Blind Geek? I did. It was a ninja catch, though. Okay, that's a grand total <laughs> of 15. I had a feeling that was what happened. Yep. <laughs> Just having made noises like that myself for similar things. Speaking of date night. Okay, yeah, that's a grand total of 15. 
Yeah, with a 15, uh, you do manage to concentrate pretty thoroughly on a cloudless sky and note that uh, the rim, even in this dark alley, the rims on both, uh, the roofs on both sides don't appear to have any movement, glints of light, or uh, torchlight spilling over the edges. If there's somebody up there hiding, uh, they're doing a very, very good job of it because they're also being silent. Excellent. So, mm. from, from above, there does not appear to be an immediate threat. Further down the alley, however, you do actually catch the briefest glimpse of a torch being waved with one with one hand out from the side of a building once and then withdrawn and slowly moving away and dimming it's about 20 or 30 uh 20 or 30 yards further down the alley is it Jeanette Isabella <laughs> god i, I wish I'm... i got that reference <laughs> i i yet walks on me too Jeanette Isabella <laughs> Nope. Must be one of those millennial things. Alright, never mind. So excellent. This looks like a good place. And I think I can see our friends down there. Some sort of signal. I'll uh, make my way up to the rooftop here, friends. We'll know he's attacked by Rogar falling off the roof. <laughs> if there is an ambush, I will either I will give one of two signals. Either I a short streak loudly. or a long streak. <laughs> either I will call loudly or I will plummet to my death. <laughs> Both of which will be quite useful. Well done. Uh, Rogar moves to one side, uh, attempting to get attempting to get a good handhold on a series of windowsills, protruding bricks, and uh, a water spout. Mm. Uh, unlike the sheer vertical stone wall that he climbed with ease in two rounds, two games <laughs> ago, <laughs> on simple rolls, because I was uh, uh, slightly insane at the time. It's okay, uh, we still love you. You move towards that. You move to uh, to go do that. Um, when suddenly you hear echoing from around the corner as the torchlight fades. No, is that a screech owl? Bing bang, walla walla, bing bang. Hoot owl. I think that's a hoot owl. It was. Uh, yeah, it was a a bad attempt. At some kind of wild animal thing. Mm. Obviously coming from uh, a humanoid voice. Oh, I thought you were just imitating a machine gun. <laughs> Whatever that is. <laughs> and I'll uh, look over at Bone Steel. Is that some sort of thieves signal? Or. Hmm. Sounds like an assassin sign. Not that I know of. Proceed with caution, friends. Mm. Moving further down the alley, as you uh, get closer to the torchlight, off to your right and around the corner of one of the dirtier buildings, with a few low-hanging windows that are boarded up, rats scurrying away from your feet, 
and the smells of boiled cabbage and dirty diapers Ooh. wafting through oh. the air. It's great. God. You <laughs> move into you move into a dark slummy area just a few blocks uh tucked in among of the taller, nicer buildings on the main thoroughfare, uh, only to notice that whatever light this torch was putting out has gone out entirely, and there's only a small, very dark, but lithe figure waiting in the alley against one side, not attempting to hide. It's a, it's a, it's a, a gnome. In your experience, you've, uh, you've only met, I think, one before. And that was the merchant back in, uh, back in, um... Oh, yes, our very good friend who needed the bat guano, right? No, I he was a merchant uh, merchant. No, in the, in the, in the, in the Vespa. You gnomes can't the... be proper merchants? Racist. Yes, he wasn't. He, he was, he was a friend in and he loved merchant. us and he paid for our bills at the thingy Vespa. Yep, it, it was yeah in Seep Curse. I forget the name. It's I forget been so the name busy. Of the Names are falling right out of my head, unfortunately. Well, you've only got sixty or seventy of them to keep track of. What I'm DMing. <laughs> that's, that's your job. <laughs> At any rate, you know what a gnome looks like, and this is a gnome, but it's not the same. It's not the same individual. Right. Um, this way. You come with. You come with me. Yes, this way. This way. And he starts, uh, he starts moving, uh, a little quickly along the alley and darting, uh, from right to left, side to side, over boxes. Not exactly leading you on a merry chase because he's not trying to get away from you, but he is moving in a habitually evasive manner. He may think he's going at a snail's pace, but, uh, it's just about all you can do to keep up with him without raising too terribly loud a racket. Through the uh, through the tiny alleys and boxes, crates, and piles of garbage, until he stops at a small arched doorway in the stone wall, rapping on the door rather quickly, not even bothering to look behind him to see if you've caught up. Once he raps on the door, a little slot, speakeasy style, mm-hmm. opens up. No light spills out from it. Her? <laughs> mm. Little slot in the door, speakeasy style. You <laughs> wicked, wicked monkey. <laughs> Opens up and no light spills out from within, but you know mm. that you're being looked at and there's someone peering out on the inside. When, uh, when there's nothing but silence in the alley and no sound of Pursuing footsteps, the gnome knocks one last time, and the door unlatches and swings inward. He slips quickly into the darkness, and there's no figure visible, but the door swings silently open. Follow him in? Yes? Okay. Dagger in one hand. Uh, thingy in the other. Kosh, Kosh in the other. Yeah, stop in the. That's picturing Argante. What is this? Just is looking it? at some mystery. <laughs> is it alive? 
did I? What? Oh, oh. magic missile candy cane in my hand. I think I still have some charges left on nope, this. It's a stick insect. Oh, I bet it does. So, uh, yes, Argante has a dagger and a bag of gummy bears in the other hand, or something else in the other hand. Uh, everyone uh, holding a small uh, is perfectly welcome to hold a small weapon as you sneak carefully through the door into the darkness, um, keeping your eyes peeled. And uh, you you don't hear the door close behind you. Hmm? I have eight. It says I have eight charges left. That can't be right. I didn't update my damn thing. I must have used some against that Minotaur the other time. Yeah, let me look at the tracker again. I, I could throw a little light in the situation if that would be helpful. Mm-hmm. As could I. Mine's I more like disco party lights, though. I I know I'm not there, but I think you guys are probably going to be all right. Hallway. I'm seeing eight. I'm seeing eight charges for bone steel. I, if okay, you use right. if you used one, then um, maybe I'll, I didn't. Maybe I was going to, and that was when I left. I didn't mark it off because none of my other attempts at cool stuff were working all all that well. Because my dice saw fit to roll high during the initiative, <laughs> and then sucked all the rest of the night. But Before, anyway. I didn't need to, I just that just surprised me. I didn't mean to throw us off track. I just saw that and went, "What?" So, not a problem. Before uh before casting anything, um uh you you uh hear the sound of a uh tinder tinder uh tinderbox being used to uh ignite a, cal- a candle within the small very small room with uh a few tables some side doors uh in in each in each wall there's it's a square room relatively small like uh, almost the size that a tiny cafe would use but there's a door leading uh leading out in all four directions one to the alley that you just came through and uh others that uh, that are closed um and you see the figures of about seven or eight well-armed, uh, very darkly clad individuals leaning casually against the wall as the half-elf that you met the night mm. before, Aminad, ah. finishes, uh, finishes lighting the candle. The gnome, uh, finds himself a little perch, uh, on top of a sideboard. And pulls out, uh, pulls out some kind of, some delicacy and starts gnawing on it. And Aminad sets himself down at, uh, at one of the tables in, in the corner, in a corner of the room. Along with, uh, one other person, a human. I'm very glad you decided to come. encouraging to know that you have an interest in seeing in seeing. So I'm sure I made the right choice. But here we are. Many doubt the wisdom of it, but I do enjoy seeing the city elders, the government in general, the authority of Dietri embarrassed, balked. 
frustrated in whatever their efforts are. They still seem to be a mystery, but I imagine we'll find it out because I've invited someone else. I missed the first three sentences of that. You got super quiet for me. I'm so sorry. It's my habit. Being a thief, I try to remain as quiet as possible. <laughs> Thank you. Better. I mean, I cranked up the volume and everything, but it's like, wow, wow, wow. Okay. My, Thank you so much. My fault entirely. Well, no, no. I appreciate the, the, the volume level. Thank you. Aminat begs your forgiveness. I simply stated that I was happy to see that you decided to attempt a rescue. Mm. However, the mystery goes a bit deeper than authorities of Dietrime looking to put someone up as an example, as a false boogeyman to destroy for the people, to give the illusion that they are in control, that they have a handle on the situation that they're protecting their citizenry. All bullshit, of course. And I've invited someone else here to help solve the mystery. And he, uh... Okay. He gestures... He gestures to the opposite corner... He, he, he himself is sitting at a table, uh, with a human, uh, a human woman, um, dressed very much like he is, but he gestures to the opposite side of the room and you see a someone that was probably very surprising to miss, a Goliath. Ooh. Uh, I, I'd like to introduce you to Arker. Arker is presently the leader of the Assassin's Guild. And in the corner you see uh, a bluish-skinned, far taller than most humanoids, completely bald, tattooed Goliath that uh, is thoroughly armored uh, not dressed like an assassin at all dressed like any Goliath that you would come across culturally blend, blending in by the very very fact that he appears to be carrying out the role of who he is supposed to be a visiting warrior with him is uh, with him is a dragonborn who is dressed very similarly to the assassin that uh, made her attack on you at uh, Stillwater Monastery hmm. and another human. Well met, Arker. I see you go in for subtlety. Well, it doesn't pay to advertise your presence too terribly much, you know. Sometimes hiding in plain sight is the best way to go. 
Yeah. Same for thieves. Quite a fuss over you, Bone Steel. Quite a high price for your body. They don't want just your head. They seem to want all of you. I have that effect on women. <laughs> Not just women. Well, ah. you know, I, All right, get some. I, I don't swing that way, but there are a lot of hopefuls. <laughs> well, it could be a woman that's behind the contract. Thought was paid for by a foreign noble. Hmm. You may recognize the name among the dozens and dozens that you enraged with your antics in that far-off land. This one was Kroontha. What did you steal from him or from his wife if it was a woman behind the contract? Curious to know. Oh, my. You don't have to tell me. You can keep your little secrets. But it's very strange. It's very, very strange for such a high price to be put on your head. a moment. I'm looking at my backstory to see if I should know that name, because I wrote it and then I probably forgot what I'd written, so I'm just... Sounds familiar. I'll save you the trouble. Mm. I was going to say, I remember if you don't. No. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'll save you the trouble and lean over your character sheet and point out that Kroontha shouldn't be... Ah! Anywhere on it because I just made it up this oh. second. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. However, I didn't think there was a name assigned to it, but I recognized the character he was talking about. You did pee in the corns lakes of someone of great power in your yes. homeland. I do remember that. That contract was put out. Two thousand gold now for your death. Hmm. But why? It's a story of a woman scorned. It's no... There's no artifact or anything involved. It was a misunderstanding and... <sighs> well, normally, we like to carry out business as usual. Except when we think we're being played like mm. puppets. The timing is suspicious. We needed to find out if you were who you actually say you are. Aminad assures us that you are the real bone steel. Curiously, a fake bone steel. Some poor sap who was just grabbed off the street and stuck in your type clothing is going to be executed in a few days. A grand celebration. A massive event that should distract most of the city. That requires the presence of the leadership. And the person behind it is Lord Hospinger. We pride ourselves in the Assassin's Guild on learning as much as possible. 
the doings of the ruling class. And when two things coincide, we take warning. The Thieves' Guild and the Assassin's Guild have often been played against each other. We've learned a few lessons. We get tired of that and very intolerant. I understand. So rather than killing you outright and just gathering 2,000 gold, we'd like to dig a little deeper and find out if there's perhaps more down that well. For the time being, the contract against you is in abeyance. If we discover that we were being played, we'll find out why. If it was a simple contract, we'll put it back into effect, and I assure you that no matter how many friends you have about you, if we want you dead and we want your body, we will achieve both. That sounds like a challenge. Aminad, uh, Aminad in the opposite corner, the half-elf stands and moves toward uh, another candle, uh, holds his hand up to the gnome who hands him some of the, some of the jerky that he had in a pouch and just casually starts nibbling on it. Now, now, Arker, we don't need to begin the evening with threats. We simply need to find out what's going on here. Lord Hospinger has this victim in his possession. Lord Hospinger has a very large estate here in Dytrine. He is the one that is keeping this false bone steel under wraps because he doesn't trust the city guards. He doesn't trust the local constabulary. Or he very simply wants to make sure that this young sap, this foolish victim doesn't do a lot of talking to anyone to prove that he's not bone steel I suspect the latter he bows in your direction bone steel I admire the real one because as a fellow countryman he thoroughly embarrassed my father oh yes you uh I think you left him with, uh, his undergarments and perhaps a wooden spoon. But it was fun to see the look on his face when you were done taking everything he had. It was yes, supposed well. to be a simple trip, but I never had a chance to thank you, but I did see you very clearly at the time. Would you well believe I, I needed the money for a loaf of bread, for I was a starving young waif? Uthu is rolling his eyes about this time. <laughs> Not but my name. Oh, to hell with it. No, it was fun. I'm not going to lie. Well, as much fun as you may have had back in the old country, people are taking advantage of your reputation and not just to get dressed in your costume. We suspect Lord Hospinger has set up this poor pigeon to get his head cut off in a grand ceremony as a distraction and also as a method to draw you out for the assassins as a favor to Kroonthar. What we can't figure out is why. What would Kroonthar have to offer him that would be worth such elaborate 
charades. Such an effort. I don't know. As I said, I don't remember that name, but... We don't know either. But we'd like to find out. I mean, I, I appreciate appreciate the added rep. Don't don't get me wrong, but I don't want anyone to die unnecessarily for it. Well, that's commendable of you to feel that way. We're not quite that altruistic. We're not happy to see such a thing happen. We don't like injustice. And we don't like to see the innocent made victims by the power-hungry, but we also don't like being played like puppets, as Arker said. I understand. So, I am here now. What can I do to assist this rescue? Well, obviously, the strangers are noted as a group of significant power. And you, of course, are internationally noted as a thief of incredible skill. But if we were enough, you wouldn't be here. We're going to make use of a resource in order to find out what we need to find out. And if push comes to shove, gold will be collected from someone. But getting to the bottom of mystery, finding out exactly what it is that Hospinger is doing... And what Kroonthar, the one that wants your head, or rather, dead body, what he's up to. The nobles, the rich, the ruling, they all have vices, they all have their little amusements. And usually it's either whoring, gambling, drinking, or collecting. It does sound like my date night. <laughs> We know that Kroonza and Hospinger are collectors. We suspect this favor that Hospinger is doing by drawing you out for the assassins may have something to do with an item that was collected. Something of great value, but we don't know what it is. All this subterfuge just seems like a waste of time. If you tell me where this Kroonthar lives, I'll go and see the bloody fool myself, and then nobody has to die. We can get to the bottom of this very quickly. Kroonthar's in Splendor Pile. He's in the Axel Consortium. It's on the other side of the world. He travels. He's not in the home country. They go where they please. They do what they wish. We think the way to get to the bottom of this is to get into Hospinger's estate, rescue that poor young fool that got stuck in a bone steel costume, and then nose around. Perhaps even find Hospinger himself, listen in, find his papers. Neither the Assassin's Guild nor the Thieves' Guild have any interest in being implicated in injuries or death to the household or the person of Lord Hospinger. That would be very bad politics. Strangers are expendable. That is true. The only last bit of information we can give you, that the young man is being held on the estate of Lord Hosfinger, and from what we've gathered by our inquiries, his name is Telerac. Well, 
can't help but think somebody should have called Rogar in <laughs> before we got this big. Ah, uh, well. We can lead you to the most vulnerable perimeter of Hospinger's estate. The one spot where it should be easiest to infiltrate. Or rather, break in. And from there, it would be up to you. But if you learn anything, if you rescue young, the young man, if you get any deeper into the mystery, do be sure to return and let us know so that this contract on your life can be bought out by something of higher value. All right. Friends are strangely silent. So we're listening very carefully. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> Both Aminad and Arker uh, lean back in their chairs and draw some tankards towards them because uh, evidently there's also some drink available in this particular room, though you all haven't been offered any of it. Have they chosen a, a day to carry out their sentence? Two days from now. In the center of Ditrine, they're building a platform. They'll haul up the block, and they'll make a grand show of it. They're already selling window seats in the buildings surrounding it. Typical execution. Well, then we should waste no time. If you have no further questions, Menembo will lead you to the spot where you can most easily get into Lord Hospinger's estate. And he gestures up toward the gnome that uh, got your attention to begin with. Oh, do, I don't, do we know anything about this estate? I mean, do you have a map, a, a plan, a floor plan of some sort, anything like that? Rumors, for God's sake. Anything that we know what we're up against. It'll be a simple enough wall to scale where Menembo's going to take you. But once inside... All we have are rumors. The place is warded against scrying. Very powerfully so. But the rumors are that he doesn't employ normal henchmen. He doesn't pay a cadre of his own personal guard. He apparently makes use of wild animals, strange beasts, those that have escaped with their lives... Well, that's about all they could tell us. It could just be stories told over drink. But aside from that, we've nothing else we can give you. We only know that the young boy is being held there. All right, well, sounds like fun. Yeah, nothing like a good recreational black bag job. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> Everybody roll an intelligence check. No, not an intelligence check. A history check. History. With advantage. Ooh. With advantage, okay. I probably did very <clears throat> badly. <laughs> I rolled a four on the dice. Oh, dear. Oh. I rolled a four and a seven. Oh, I have a second roll. Okay. Ah. <laughs> My second roll is five. Oh, dear. Got a one. 
Adam, you're gonna have to roll for a for a Nikki. She took off a little while ago. Oh, hmm. bummer. Yeah, she. It's in the it's in the chat. Yeah. I think I I think I talked her to sleep. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Mr. J, thank you. Eleven. Oh, wow. Um. Nobody knows anything. Nobody, nobody knows anything. All right. Nobody knows a goddamn thing. <laughs> okay. Or we just don't remember it at this very moment yeah. so that we don't end up, you know, cutting off our only source of information on a simple <laughs> <Yeah>. die roll. Yes. <laughs> uh, Where's the damn gumshoe system when you need it? No worries. It's not life-threatening. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> at any rate, uh, okay, all right. Good news is I found the Mad Magic Table. Where? Yay! <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! Uh, okay, so... Um, Alright, there is that. Uh, Menembo the Gnome gets down off of the uh, sideboard that he was perched up on, tucks away the jerky that he didn't eat, and uh, moves toward the door. You come with me. You come with me. And now the door swings silently open. Best of luck. And remember, try to find some information of value. If you rescue the young boy, that would be gravy. And stepping out into the alley, you uh, once again are led on a merry chase, this time lasting something uh, on the order of half an hour, because uh, you're moving into the richer areas and staying closer, closer uh, to the shadows, trying to remain in darkness. And also, um, at the behest of Menembo, the, the small gnome, uh, trying to keep out of sight of any of the, any of the guard, any of the city guard at all. And, mm-hmm, go ahead. I'm seeing my friends emerge. I'll uh, climb back down and join them as we've make our way forward okay uh, moving among some of the richer uh, richer domiciles until uh, you finally come upon an area where it's very simply wall vine tree and no other surrounding houses but from a distance you de- you did see over the wall as you approached uh, a rather large mansion hmm a kind of a dim, swirling, dark haze seems to emanate from the top of the wall, but more like uh, heat ripples than uh, than anything particularly threatening. Just odd-looking. Normal sounds of uh, normal sounds of the night and crickets coming from everywhere, and Menembo pointing, pointing at the an area of the wall about twenty or thirty feet across a cobblestone street and there's a compound uh, on the other side of the wall that you only know is a reasonably natural expanse because of the treetops that you can see beyond it I go now you find your way back and before you can even turn to either smack him in the side of the head or thank him there's no one there hmm okay very well bone steel what is the plan Um, 
you are talking to the least tactically oriented player among us and you're asking <laughs> what the plan is. Okay. That's right. I'm challenging you. Why don't you step up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Actually, there was something mentioned while we were in there. Do you know anything about this, Rogar? Assuming that you haven't already rolled dice for this. I actually did make a roll, oh, and I also sorry. did horribly. I okay. ended up with a it, was, with it was worth a try. It was worth a try. Uh, I thought, oh, well, maybe, you know, this will come up, and then Rogar knows something. Nope. <laughs> Rogar spent his time growing up in the forest being raised by giant death chickens with knives <laughs> on their feet. It's really kind of sad. I think you guys only needed to beat a 10. <laughs> <sighs> but it's kind of cool, actually, just like for the, at least for me as a player, knowing there's some important and or interesting piece of information out there and just not having it. Yeah. So maybe we'll find it. Maybe we won't. Maybe you will. Maybe not. Maybe we will. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, at any rate, yeah. You're, so yes, you're, what is the plan? Mm. Well, the plan is to... Okay, what is this other compound you were talking about? Well, the compound itself is really more like a garden uh, with a couple of trees in it. But you can only see the treetops on the uh, above the wall. It's a uh, rough stone wall, about uh, twelve feet, only twelve feet high. Um, Aminad informed you that uh, the estate itself was warded against scrying, so they couldn't give you any kind of a map. And right. yeah, and beyond that, the only rumors that they had was that they didn't employ guards. And right. It's the estate of Lord Hospinger, who supposedly is the one in actual uh, possession of. Uh, an actual possession of this victim they're going to sacrifice to politics in a couple of days. Right. I'm just, I, I got all that. I'm just trying to see, like normally a compound refers to a group of buildings. And so I was thinking, I was, can we what, see? Well, what is this guy in relation to the local politics that we know of? Uh, while not one of the actual rulers of the city, he would be among um, the, the one of the wealthiest uh, traders, merchants, um, and uh, uh, most influential among the movers and shakers in Ditrine. Well, there's that. At, at, at least, at least we're not raiding the compound of the of of the overlord of the city or anything. No, not the very top. Good. One of the uh, one of the wealthy warring factions that has uh, his own deep machinations and amusements and money enough to carry them out. So we can theoretically get over the wall here, is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Steel? I'm sorry, I've got real life distractions going on. Oh, um, I apologize. No, I'm I'm trying to keep my head in the game as well, so I'm I'm not doing the greatest job. Of, no, it's it's okay. Um, my roommate just got back, so you know there's the rustle and bustle of that right, going right. on, and yeah. Right. So I apologize, I've missed. Um, so he's not the ruler. He's not the overlord of the city. He's uh, he's a wealthy scumbag. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, I was trying to think of something more along the lines of how are we actually going to get into this place and, you know, or maybe we could figure out by scouting around where this person's being held. Because if we just start wandering aimlessly around this state, we're very, we're, I prefer a straight fight to all this sneaking around. <laughs> I heard that somewhere once. <clears throat> Precisely. <laughs> That's why we need a plan. Fortunately, we have one of Zutain's best scouts. 
He was significantly as a creature without facial muscles can do. <laughs> well, skin muscles. I've got facial muscles. Moving hesitantly away from the shadows for a moment, uh, Bone Steel lost in uh, examination of the far wall on the opposite side of the street. Uh, you dart quickly back into the shadows when you hear the footsteps of uh, a pair of the city guard uh, moving moving uh, down a crossroad that's uh, only about only about fifty yards to your left, and then as that, the footsteps fade fade uh, silently away, you know they've made their complete circuit and they're off in the distance. And theoretically, you're now all unobserved again. Well, we could just do the old-fashioned thing and follow the guards and get in that way. Well, these are the city no, guards. The oh, city oh, city guard. guard. My bad. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm ah. Head back Anna? in the game, damn it. All right. Uh, Anna, I'd like to. I'd like to do a kind of a uh, search around, look around, and see if I see any of those uh, fellows from the Assassin's Guild uh, watching us. Can I do that? I'd make a. Uh, in this case, I'd make a perception check. Okay. Let's see. That's a roll of nine on the die. Perception's what? Uh, perception is Kurt. No, that's wisdom. And Cuddy's wisdom is what? Plus three. Yeah. Plus twelve. Twelve. Okay. You make a, a slightly better than average check around the shadows mm-hmm. and above the uh, uh, the rooftops of the of the uh, low buildings that you're near. Mm-hmm. And uh, confident that you're not being watched, you're also also cognizant of the fact that the assassins were trailing you mm-hmm. and did want to keep in shadows. It would be a very, very difficult task to spot them in the darkness. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, just thought. Now, the, the spot that uh, the spot that Menembo pointed out uh, is a combination of the fact that this street is under low observation by the local uh, authorities, as almost dead silent and uh, untraveled at this time of the night, and this portion of the wall that surrounds Lord Hospinger's estate is the most easily climbable to anybody crazy enough to try uh, getting in there. Okay, I got my spider climbing belt. I'll do that. That's right, you do, don't you? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. You have a belt of spider climb. I certainly do, and I've been aching for a chance to try it. Alrighty. Having stopped uh, quickly, uh, quickly enough to catch yourself before being spotted by the guards until they went away, you are unobserved and can quite easily climb up one side of the wall and then, if you choose, down the other. Okay. New plan. Wing it. Yeah. I'm taking up as good a position as I can in the shadows to uh, wait for the scout's return. Okay, I'm going to climb the wall, see what I can see. Okay, over uh, as you reach the top of the wall, you note that uh, rather rather cruelly, um, the the job was finished up at the top, not by iron spikes or or decorative uh, fleur-de-lis and metal. Broken glass, nice. jagged broken glass, is uh, set into the mortar as if bottles were placed there when the job was topped off and then smashed one by one. You get the impression that uh, occasionally they're replaced with new mortar because layers of mortar and broken glass are all over the top of the wall. Mm. It uh, it has it does not penetrate your boots, and you uh, you're actually able to notice it quite readily. And then moving down on the other side of the wall, uh, twelve feet, uh, you're able to easily step 
into a, a rather pleasant-looking garden, well-kept, bushes, trees, shrubbery, with a little path running down the middle. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was too slow. Oh, curse me if only I had acted faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, a decorative pond that uh, wouldn't naturally form, but uh, very, very nicely laid out. Uh, a few stone benches here and there, and uh, and some graveled walkways that appear to lead up toward the mansion. Bless you. You cannot see the ground floor of the mansion clearly because there are too many small small trees and uh, and uh, uh, too many bushes in the way from your point of view presently. But there are some open areas that and trees and bushes uh, bushes enough to hide among. Should you decide to proceed toward the uh, toward the mansion toward the lit up domicile? Okay, I quietly as I can, I relay what I can see to my fellow party members in with my little ear comm link mm. thing. That's right. You guys got talkie walkies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There to be a name walkies. Bill's going to be a all bothersome again. <laughs> you worry. If there are in fact animal guards, that line of trees you described is an excellent place for ambush predators to hide. <laughs> Not to worry. Hmm. Alright. Um when I was on top of the wall, I had, you sort of just—I should have said something because you just took me over to the other side. I was going to try and. Hey, of, you got to tell me what you want to do. I know. Well, I know. I'm. I'm not. It was okay. Absolutely. I'll climb, what would you like I to do? I'm sorry. Back I, on top of the wall. So be it. No worries. And uh, kind of look around to see if there's anything I can see from that vantage point that might give me a better understanding of the layout and where they might be holding our friend. You get uh, you actually get no better view of the lower uh, lower floor of the of the okay, floors so of the not, mansion. Yeah. Okay, not that big of a wall. Okay, then uh, all right, I'll hop back down or climb back down, whatever. Mm-hmm. Depending on if I can hop down or climb down without getting myself. Why well, am I have my spider climbing? So yeah. So okay. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. I will start heading toward the. Right now I'm in the garden. Wait, am I in the garden or am I near the garden at this moment on the other side of the wall? If you're on the side of the wall closer to the mansion, opposite the street, then you're in the garden. Okay. Um, the very outskirts of the garden, but mm. you're, yeah. The garden is in relation to the mansion. You could only surmise that it's behind, the, uh, that it's in the rear of the house, if, there, if it's considered to have a, a grand, a grand uh, carriageway or anything okay. like that. It would be on the opposite side. Right. Okay. Um... I guess I'll make my way through the garden then and see if I can get closer to uh, being very stealthy and keeping an eye out for suspicious-looking things. So be it. Make a stealth check, please. Okay, my stealth is... Uh, A d20 plus your dex. Okay. And I'm pretty sure your dex is what? Plus four. Holy crap. Hey, there we go. That's the kind of rolls I like. A total of 23. You can't even hear yourself. <laughs> All right. Moving, uh, moving further into the garden, um, sidestepping the uh, whole pond bench area, remaining wisely off of the gravel path, you do manage to uh, move among the bushes and some of the smaller trees, noting that they are rare fruit trees. Uh, even in the darkness, you can make out that uh, there are some 
geometrically planned out flower beds that are uh, that would uh, likely be magnificent in bloom, but uh, in the present time of year, they're just fallow. But this is a, a well-tended place. You don't hear anything. You appear to be blending into the shadows quite well with a 23, but you do suddenly hear... I will draw quietly my rapier. I'm going to let the 23 carry over into that rapier draw. Thank you. You're, You're armed. Very kind, sir. <laughs> okay. That's a real good sound, too, by the way, I wanted to say. Yes. All right, I will, I will keep going and cast furtive glances toward the source of that sound, which I'm assuming I cannot see because it is trying to hide itself. It, it did sound like an animal, right? That's where you were going for. Very Not much a, so, yes. Okay, a large animal. Because it could have been a rumble, and I just wanted to make sure. Okay, well. It did sound like a very large animal. Yes. Argante um, um, grabs the uh, ornamental uh, earpiece uh, at her ear. What's going on in there? What are you seeing? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, Is the coast clear or not? I okay. What are you gonna do? Take this place by yourself? What are you crazy? I how do, okay. I hit the button to shut off the communications. <laughs> we must be patient, Argante. <clears throat> Among my people, often the swiftest and bravest were sent forward first to be <laughs> sure no other predators were lurking. Let's wait for the scout's return. All right, then. She leans back into the shadows, and uh, the group uh, remaining outside on the opposite side of the cobblestones, away from the wall, uh, hear the return of the guards' treading feet in a steady gait, slow, steady, methodical, uh, coming back from the direction that they uh, disappeared in before as they they approach the crossroads, and uh, the rest of you remain in shadow as they're moving past. And Bone Steel hears from the opposite direction, from uh, the, the area where he first heard the first growl, a second growl. In the true fashion of rogues everywhere, I am turning around and beating a, this, a probably not so discreet retreat back the way. Mm. <laughs> okay. Discretion, valor. You're making your way as quickly and stealthily as possible back to the wall, uh, away from, uh, out of the garden, and uh, roll a stealth check, uh, please. Okay. No, that's a, a 17. So, 21. 21. Ooh, all right. Using your, uh, using <coughs> your belt of spider climb, and rather quickly, um, once you've reached the top of the wall, until you reach the top of the wall, you don't hear any further growling, but you do hear the the um, heavy footfalls of two large beasts, at the very least, one back to your left and about uh, 20 or 30 feet away, and another um, off to your right behind you, okay. Some, something like 100 feet away, but approaching. Um, all right, I hit the button. I am, I am on my way back, and I think I brought guests with me. Stepping deftly over the broken glass at the top of the wall, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're, uh, back down on the other side of the wall. Just about as the, uh, just about as the city guard's footsteps were fading out off, uh, off, now off to your right, um. You're just gonna use the communication devices to communicate for the time being? 
so we can just assume that's what we're doing. Well, you can see him now. He's just he's just uh, made a hate, uh, beat a, a fast <clears throat> retreat from the garden. Oh, I was thinking of doing that anyway, just so we can be quieter. That's uh, that's up to you guys. All right, as he's moving forward, I'm uh, drawing back and uh, like uh, going to move back like five or six feet. So if something falls him immediately over, because I'm kind of taking him at his word here. What is it? What follows you? Something big and beast-like. I can't see him. I can only hear. He, I can't see them. I can only hear them. But they're tromping around and making very ominous-sounding growling noises. What did it sound like? <laughs> okay, that's a. That's like when you're at the mechanic shop. And you're trying, it goes like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a wow. Well, that's what you asked him. What it sounded yeah, like? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> what I'm saying is that, like, I understand this is not the best information, but I'd like to make a knowledge nature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the close, uh, <laughs> the closest thing you can come up with. Um, based on, well, hell, Bone Steel, make a performance check. Oh, <laughs> awesome. God bless you. <laughs> I don't even know how that works in this game. Okay. Uh, Roll a d20 and add plus two. That'd be your charisma, I think. Oh, God. All right. The way I play him, I really should have put more in his. Hey, same thing. 17 plus two would be 19. Yeah. 19. Not bad. Um, you do, uh, you did a, a convincingly, a convincing enough rendition of what it was you heard to educate Rogar that this would be the sound of a very large jungle beast or, uh, cat-like creature, uh, 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 something close, something in the neighborhood of, uh, of something, uh, panther, puma, or lion-like. Hmm. While we're uh, while we're at this, can I get an accurate uh, an accurate placement of where everybody is? Because I think I've just been putting you in my imagination wherever it is I think you are. Okay, so I've moved back along the wall about five or six feet, I think, from where uh, Bone Steel was coming over. Uh, I've got my buckler, like, or my shield facing in that direction. I've got my axe in the other hand, and. Bill is up on my shoulder, ready and waiting. Okay, but you are on the street side, the cobblestone street side, rather yes, than inside. on the okay. cobblestone street side. If there happens to be some cover back there, then I'm backing up to that. Or Excellent. Concealment. But it sounds like it's, you know, they've done a pretty good job of keeping the wall clean, so I'm not super worried about it. Excellent. Okay. And Bone Steel, I had you um, pretty much right there, right there uh, with uh, with Rogar. On the um, "quote unquote" safe side of the wall, cobblestone side. On the safe, sunny side of the street. Yes. And so is the rest of the party. So, okay, good. I wasn't totally, I wasn't totally screwed around in my head. Good deal. Sorry. Please proceed. Yeah, Crowther is is uh, is uh, is is street side, keeping up with the other guys here. Alrighty. In the darkness, you don't hear any further footsteps of city guard because apparently they've uh, they've done their round near the estate here and have moved on to the other uh, rich people's areas. And if there's going to be uh, if there's going to be any further approaches by uh, uh, law enforcement authorities in this area, you don't know when they're going to be. But you haven't heard the footsteps. You haven't heard the footsteps of any kind of patrol in something like five minutes. Followed you. Perhaps they caught your scent. 
not feel comfortable going through alone. In, I'll uh, come with you. Well, I think Argante... Actually, I'll, I think we should all go, because if these things are as big as they sounded, we're going to need some... We're going to need all the help we can get to defeat them. Yes. I may be able to convince them to lie low or let us pass. I've dealt with such creatures before. Oh, do you have biscuits in your pocket? Yes, and jerky. Nice. Well, uh, why was I even worried? <laughs> Shall we? Let's go. Thingy. All right, everyone but Bone Steel, I guess, in this case, make an athletics check to see how uh, see how well you can get over the wall without getting injured by the glass. You can use the different dice than I've been using. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the biggest and strongest, but I feel like with scales, I at least huh. feel like I have the toughest skin. So if possible, uh, I'd like to climb up first and then help the others. I don't know if that uh, reflects anything mechanically. Well, mechanically, it gives me a, ch- a chance to change my mind uh, from athletics to acrobatics because athletics is strength. Oh, there you, you don't go. Necess- you don't necessarily need strength to uh, climb a wall, but you do need some kind I of mean, dexterity. So and I had a- such a better roll with ath- with athletics. Uh, I rolled a nine with athletics. It would have been a thirteen. Instead, it's only a ten with uh, with acrobatics. Oh man, I wasted my. I have the ac- acrobatics skill at plus six, and I just realized with this climbing belt, I really don't get to use it. Nope. Sure you do. I don't know what other uses acrobatics has in this edition. Well, on the occasion that you... On the occasion... Sorry. On the occasion that you might need to move faster than that belt allows you to, possibly. Ah, Okay. Mm. It's also pretty cool to watch you walk sideways up a wall. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. I'm not complaining about the belt. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be clear. No worries. No worries. I will not always have that belt. With with a ten, uh, it's going to require the assistance of someone that's either at the, uh, that's either at the top of the wall or someone willing to throw a rope over the wall. Ooh, unless could you... that be Rogar with a uh, thirteen? Uh, with a thirteen, you do actually manage to get up to the top of the wall, um, but you catch uh, you catch a point of damage from uh, glass. Ouch! Yeah, get over the wall with a fifteen, and you're completely completely unscathed by the broken bottle sticking up. Sorry, possible. I probably should have warned you about that, Rogai. Yes. <laughs> well, I thought you could see it. I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> <all> uh... <laughs> <laughs> that was just pure Rogar. Like, I did not... <laughs> you know how characters sometimes just say stuff? That's yeah, uh, excellent. Anyway, um, oh, I'd like boy. to try to help other people up here. Hmm. Okay, reaching uh, reaching a, a very strong dragonborn arm down. Uh, Krothu can roll. Uh, Krothu can roll um, uh, strength uh, this time. Uh, acro- um, athletics this time uh, awesome. to get up over the top. And now I rolled a natural twenty. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> so I go from, from from struggling to one little bit of help turns him into a parkour artist. We're like that. We're <laughs> like that scene in Predator where Dutch and his handler meet, like <laughs> a great brawny fuse clasped. Yes. <laughs> Reaching the top of the wall with the help of, of the outstretched hand of the dragonborn, uh, Krothu manages to scramble up very deftly and planting his monk feet on either side of the broken bottle, lifts. Rogar in his arms and jumps down into the garden, carrying him. 
Okay. That's so I get to clean up on my own then. Setting him down. My heart. <laughs> uh, you and, uh, it's you and Argante. Oh, I got to roll for Argante. Damn it. Yeah. Okay, so I rolled a nine. I plus four. What? Take a little damage. You took uh, one point of damage from the broken glass, but you did get over the wall. All right. And Argante rolled a 12. And her dex is plus three, twelve, thirteen, forty, fifteen. She just meets it. She doesn't get she doesn't mm. get damage from the <clears throat> broken glass. It's at this point you hear the footsteps of yet another cadre of guards, but they're on the opposite side of the wall and down by the crossroads. Ah, good. About uh about a hundred feet away from you and uh just about in time for uh, Argante to make it over the top. Um they come within sight of the area you were in, but don't see you. Just shout at these guys, Hey, where do you keep the prisoners? <laughs> <laughs> Once again, they're city guards. They got nothing to do. This is private property. Why are they... Okay, I thought that, but then why are they... Because they know which side of the bread the butter is on. Moonlighting? Yeah. You think rich people don't have cops patrolling uh, their streets in addition to private security? I probably would have been rich enough friend. to find out. A lot of times, private security is just off off duty cops. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. No, these are these are just city guards making the rounds of the public streets. Oh, okay. Yeah. For some reason, I kept thinking they were in. Okay. I mean, if they see you, they're, they're certainly going to stop and ask questions. Uh, if they're particularly polite, oh, otherwise uh, they'll just. No, uh, it's just this wall was falling down, and uh, we thought we'd. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's actually a good thing you're here, officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have this splinter, and I needed to take it out, and I knew there was broken glass up there that I could use it. To... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're they're uh, they're passing by, but they're uh, they're outside the estate, mm. and now all of you are inside the estate. Noting the darkness, the the flowers, the pond, the garden, the paths, the trees that Bone Steel had seen earlier. Um, um, Crowthu seeing it best presently. Actually, Crowthu and Cuddy. Uh, Cuddy, you have the uh, dark vision goggles, right? Oh, yeah. That's okay, good. so, yeah, Crowthu and Cuddy uh, can now see uh, rather clearly. So, if I look around, do I see what was growling in the underbrush before? You hear crickets, but you don't actually see anything moving. Okay. It occurs to me I might actually be better off climbing one of the trees with my spider climbing and then swinging Tarzan <laughs> style from tree to tree. That way the, the animals would have to probably... Excellent idea. Take to your, the own, tree. your own particular idiom. <laughs> <laughs> Spider friend, spider friend. He's a spider <laughs> and a friend. <laughs> so I think I will do that, since there seem to be plenty of trees here. I didn't think of that till just now. I would have done it earlier. Predator music starts playing. He's <laughs> using the trees. You're one ugly motherfucker. I don't care who you are back in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew that movie had so many good lines. Oh, it's a, actually a pretty good movie. It's one of those I remember going, God, I wish this didn't exist so I could use it as an adventure plot. <laughs> I never stopped, well, anybody I know. Yep. Or, anyway. Anyway, uh, moving uh, moving up along the trunk of one of the stouter trees, uh, set about 
20 or 30 feet in away from the wall so that none of its boughs, of course, overhang. Uh, you managed to get high enough to get a look at, uh, to get a look down over the, sh- the shrubbery and bushes that are surrounding the lower portion of the mansion. And you see a set of steps leading up to a, ra- a rather wide set of double doors, a window uh, set closely against uh, the wall of what's very obviously the first floor. It's got shutters on it that are presently closed. The doors themselves also are closed. Uh, but this, apparent, this apparently uh, seems to be the main back entrance, probably to the kitchen areas. And and uh, a, um, a ramp up along the side of a, the side of the house again, leading from what seems to be lower ground towards a veranda, and then down below the ramp, almost uh, anachronistically, one of those cellar door-looking setups, the, a slanted set of doors that jut out from uh, from below the ramp. Uh, these appear to be steel graded but in that particular shape no light is emanating from from any of them not the not the uh not the kitchen not the veranda not the slanted lower uh sl- um bottom grate um but it's uh it's reasonably it's reasonably well, well lit from the outside because there are torches surrounding the lower levels if you shift your position a little bit better in the trees you uh you might glance up to grab another bow, but as you do, you see two very large eyes looking right back at you. Mm. And that growl that was off in the distance behind you, about twenty yards, uh, twenty feet behind you, is now very, very close, and it's coming out of the mouth of something that looks like a panther with spiky snakes coming out of its back, yay, and oh, six sure. legs. Not that my character knows what it is, but the players. Yeah, yeah, it's, same here, same here. It's about three, three or four times your size, but has managed to uh, uh, position itself up in this tree. Um, was in this tree up above you, the one you selected to climb, and you, uh, the rest of the party here, uh, very close behind, uh, very close uh, in the garden. Another growl. Mm. So there's a growl in a tree up by Bone Steel, and uh, a matching growl of a uh, of, of almost identical sound uh, sounding beast uh, down in the shrubbery near you. And you can pretty much triangulate. Crowthu and Cuddy uh, can both see the shining eyes of a massive panther with uh, yeah. ten- tentacular, snaky, whip-like appendages coming out of its back. Okay. Awesome. Well, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yoga, do you have that jerky? <laughs> Indeed I do. Uh, well, okay. if not for this beast, you might save some for me. I think it might be my last meal. <laughs> okay. the, yeah, the, uh, the oh, beast is... down below um, makes a leap through the air uh, in the direction of the party. Yeah. Clearly intending to make some kind of an attack, but we'll see who's fastest next time. Oh, because the timing is just yeah, the timing. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's beautiful, and I love it. When we get together, we'll be rolling for initiative. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, there's no way we would get a fight 
Yeah. yeah. Damn it all to hell. Okay. I gotta say, I really like the way that you're managing different stories that you're having like mm-hmm. side quests come up and it all interacts with everything. Mm-hmm. And the, the timing also like your adaptive timing is really good. Yes. This was fun. Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave you with one last little tidbit. I'm going to, I'm going to pretend that I'm going to lie and say Argante rolled a natural 20 on her history check. Okay. Because, okay. Uh, Works for me. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, you recall in your conversations that the last tidbit of information that they were able to glean as they were doing their investigations, the Seeds Guild, Seeds Guild came up with the name of the fellow that was grabbed and stuck in a bone steel costume. Ah, his, okay. His name was Telerac. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why does that sound familiar to me? That's because Telerac is the name of the young man that was he brought is. as an Thank apprentice you. with Nalu. My side quest right. notes. Awesome. Nalu's um, apprentice. That's uh, that's the DM saying. Oh, I just can't wait to tell them. It's uh, yes. such a twist. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> that is so cool because that's one of the other ones that I think Rogar is particularly concerned about because you know, young, like lost in the wild. Basically, mm-hmm. that's something you take care of as a pack. Yeah, a dumb kid walking into the city. They're just going to grab a stranger who isn't going to be missed, or they think isn't going to be missed, etc. Yep. So thank you. Awesome. All. Yep. Start thank recording you. our game. Uh, sessions so I can refer to them for weeks like this. Not And this is no reflection on anything except just the reality of life, so I don't want you to read anything because it takes time to... There's not a guarantee you'll have it uploaded to the feed before the next session. And this well, there certainly isn't lately, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I mean, I didn't think... I, I, I still love this you. would have been a great one to be able to refer back to because as as, as, as has been established, I suck at taking notes during a game, although I think if I'm going to be GMing more, I may have to get better at it because one of the things I'm noticing I have a hard time with is keeping visualizations straight. When uh, no problem, mate. It works fine if they're vague. And I'm all, I'm also always happy to help out with um, keeping information straight where I'm able to. That's why we do this kind of thing in a group. Yep. yep. True. All right. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Uh, as bad as you think you are at note-taking, don't worry, I'll make up for it by just throwing lots and lots of fluff and <laughs> And useless information. Which actually. is great. That's what makes it feel like a world instead of just, <laughs> yeah. you know, right. a Metroid appears. I shoot the Metroid. You shoot the Metroid. A Metroid appears. Yeah. Huh? I hit it with my sword. <laughs> In the I episode of MJ, I am just finishing about to post. There's a part where uh, it's the, we're doing the, this won't mean anything to you guys, sorry, the Wasteland 2010 thing. And Zolgar gets attacked. And I specifically say, he attacks Zolgar's back. Okay. And then later I say, and he attacked uh, Trilobite's character, uh, Bog. And Whatever, it's all said, good. You even said, uh, didn't he? I thought he attacked Zolgar. And I'm like, nope, he attacked Bog. I'm like, God dang it, it's right there. <laughs> he attacked. I'm like, it's is there a way right. I can is there a way I can? No, but I'm just illustrating. That's the kind of crap I have a hard, for, for whatever reason, my brain is not uh, wired to keep track of eight things at once. And when you're game mastering, it's kind of what you have to do. <laughs> so... Uh, but I enjoy it. So despite my flaws, I try to do it anyway. But uh, anyway. I yeah, know that was... precisely what you're talking about. And I mean precisely what you're talking about. Yeah. It was very fun setup, and I like this adventure so far. This is yes. very cool. Yes. Oh, it's Absolutely. going to be keen. It's going to be keen. Awesome. Yeah. Not a problem. All right. I got uh, looking at the calendar. I'm looking at November 7th as our next attempt to... Uh, Get together where we'll begin by rolling initiative. <laughs> sounds good. Or, sounds uh, right to me. Or, uh, well, I don't know. Do you want to wait 
wait a minute. It was uh, um, Blind Geek that said you you would have a Christmas thing uh, oh. ready for us, but that would probably be two weeks after that, I suppose. Yeah, it's or, a little early to do a Christmas adventure. Oh, yeah. oh that's true, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah we're, not, we're, we're not even in November yet. Right. That's right. right. Okay, okay. So. All right, so, uh, yeah, okay, so uh, November 7th. And, uh, Sorry, and, I was uh, thinking the next holiday up is Halloween, but we'll be. But we're going to miss Halloween that. Our next time <laughs> hey, Halloween is every day. Bop, well, bop, you, bop, you bop. see my house. Okay. <laughs> this is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Everybody scream. Everybody scream. Everybody scream. In our town of Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hail to the pumpkin throne? Something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get out of here before this gets more, even more ridiculous. Poor <laughs> need to get very, very silly, yes. Oh, which is what I'm going to say when they strap me down to the euthanasia table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, y'all. Okay. Thank you. Oh, Take care. Thank you. Exactly.